Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Friday, Albuquerque. Friday. You know what that means. Boys are nice Tobes Park. Let's go. <laughs> Concourse is empty right here. I am Fred Slow and Van's not here. Oh, okay. Van's not here. Okay. That's Van. That's Van. That's where are you? Robert's not here. Oh, Robert. Okay. Yeah, where Robert. are you? Andres Trujillo, the New Mexico <laughs> Games, the New Mexico Runners, in with us. Andres, welcome to the program. What's up? Thanks for having me on the doing, show, bro. Brother? What this is, is great, man. Not so bad, right? I hear at the ballpark, weather's perfect. Going to have a good one tonight. Going to be a fun-filled, full-packed weekend here at the ballpark, 4th of July weekend. This is baseball. This is baseball. This is True the, Americana right here. This is the one for me, a lot going on with the New Mexico Games. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the runners a little bit because Andres is here, and everyone knows I'm a big fan of the indoor game. Obviously, a lot of other news going on. Uh, first day of July is for the NBA trades and free agency. We'll go into length at that. A bunch of fun interviews today from the Isotopes, including Forrest Stolting, Jordan Pacheco, Albuquerque's own Jordan Pacheco. Hey, that's going to be big right there. LJ Hatch will join us and uh, recovering, coming off the IR. I think he's on like day 8, 9, or 10. I'm not sure. Ryan Belade will be with us. And then Josh Sushan as well. Sush. He's talking about the boys losing the at-home win streak last night. They had eight of them in a row, which is uh, pretty good. Not too shabby. Pretty good, Andres. And then they dropped one last night uh, in impressive fashion. Uh, 15 rip. Wow. That's a, that's a double short game is what that is. That's, that's a fair amount of them. 15 rip. That's crazy. It's too many. And then we'll wrap it up today with the I-9 Varsity. How are the New Mexico games going, my dude? You know what? New Mexico games are going great. Uh, we just wrapped up a tennis tournament. Okay, who's the big winner? Who's the what? The big winner. Uh, quite honestly, I have, there's like a million levels. There's okay, so it's one. L5. Okay. So it's a, it is a USTA yeah. sanctioned event. So that's a, it's a still a high-level tournament. Right. So these, these folks are uh, youth are pretty good. Uh, they're pretty dang good, and then they are getting their points in because that's what they do. They compete, they play, and uh, and they get their points in these matches. And so uh, we had a total of about 80 kids, oh, 80 wow. youth participate in wow. last week's tournament over at Jerry Klein. Had a little rain last weekend, of course, and so delayed things a little bit on uh, on Sunday, but we got through it. It was well, good. It's crazy to me how – like New Mexican, Albuquerquean, if there is any sort of rain, the entire world is offset. Like, oh, yeah. like nothing can function. Oh, like, yeah. Like, there's – I don't know if you've done this, but, like, if you've ever been in, like, the parking lot at the grocery and it starts to sprinkle, people, like – it's like people have not tried to run in years. And they're like, <laughs> now is the time. Now is the time when I'm going, when I'm going to run. And I'm going to make it to my car. You want to do it safely. You will fall. You will slide. But you know what? As dry as we've been, I'm not going to complain about the rain hey, at all. No, well, and you can't. And the thing that about this rain is I think I saw it was either Stuck or I think it was Sun. Stella Sun was saying it was as much rain last Saturday as it was in June and July last year, which huh. is like kind of crazy. 
Like, you, you would not think there would be that much. That's a lot of rain. It's too much rain. So we're going to be here enjoying the game all day long. It's going to be a good one. Um, hey, weird question about the New Mexico games. Yes. Your guys' office is over there at that, what's the name of that park Los there? Altos. Los Altos. I don't even see Los Altos anymore. Is your office so still there? So the building is still there, yeah. Um, and currently, just because they are doing construction and renovating the Los Altos uh, softball fields, our building's still there, but it's being used as storage oh, for our okay. New Mexico game stuff yeah, with, with our medals, shirts, and flags, banners, and all our, all our supplies. So uh, it, there's really not public access to it, so you have to get make a request to go it's in there. It's a whole to situation. Get in yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but they're... I don't know if you've seen the plans, but that's supposed to be really nice. It's supposed to be nice. Yeah. Yes. And, and there's a fair chip of money going in over there. Yeah. So that is going to be that's going to be a destination. You mm-hmm. will you will drive past softball fields to get to the new Los Altos. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I guess what they're doing, too, is they're creating like this walkway from the east to the west. And it kind of just travels in the middle. So it's going to be a loop. Like the only way you can drive to each field is around a loop oh, around cool. the entire park. Yeah. Uh, but down the middle, it's all walking. So I, I really think that Los Altos needs the renovation. We've seen it. it just uh, It's kind of gone downhill in, in past years, and so this is, this is a good thing. The One of your proud sponsors in Mexico Games is the Ultimate Ninja Obstacle Gym, and I bring that up because we had Katie Bone on the show. Yeah, the I was going to say. Yeah, that's great. Katie Bone, who, who American Ninja Warrior and did the whole thing, and then she's competing at that next level in Las Vegas, which I guess that's in August, I guess, the end of mm-hmm. August. But, uh, but yeah, there's there's all types of athletics and, and sports going on with the games. What are you guys up to, like, 20 different competitions? We were at 20 this year. And, and last year, because it was a shortened, condensed year due to the state opening late yeah. June and whatnot, last year we had 10 sports, and then this year we're at 20. So we're at a full slate. And in 2022, we actually were able to do our iconic basketball tournament. Oh, cool. And we had 110 teams from all, uh, teams from all over the state. Come in to come in play at Johnson Gym. As a returning year, how did that feel compared to what you had established before COVID? Was it the numbers you thought it would be? Was it was it on the rise? I think we passed the numbers of what we were our goals were and what yeah. we were expecting. I mean, our thoughts were okay. Basketball has been shut down for three years, uh, and we hadn't had it since 2019. What are the numbers going to look like? Our goal was 90 teams, and we ended up with 110. So um, with with the amount of participants, we've been really – we're really surprised and really appreciative of New Mexicans for coming out and, and participating. You know, we've had Ninja, which was in May, basketball. Right. Uh, we, have, we had swimming. We had judo down in Las Cruces. We, we just got done with tennis. And our next tournament is uh, volleyball next weekend, the 8th through the 10th, adult uh, – Youth high school volleyball for the eighth and ninth, and then the tenth is adult volleyball at nope. Manzano High School. Oh, okay. So, and all the registrations are full on that, or is that still open? Oh, that's open. That's yeah. open. Yeah, I'm sure they'll take registrations to the day before. So, oh, okay. for for volleyball, but you know, so if you're into the volleyball game, go and play. I mean, I got the size. What's up? You got the size. You you can stand at the net and go. knock them down. Just Boom. a little tap a tap a little tap a tap. Get a little tap tap a. So volleyball's the next one. Uh, you got some other cool cornholes coming up. I know that's yeah. in July. There's yeah, there's a lot of cool other events mm-hmm. on the horizon for New Mexico games, and obviously all that information is available via the website uh, or the way I prefer it, the social media page. So in in games is what it is on Facebook. New Mexico games. Just look it up. Google it. It'll get you straight to the website. NewMexicoGames.org. Um, but I'm glad it's back. I'm glad it's in full force. And all the partners and sponsors and everyone who supported, they, they've come back alongside with you. You got some Yes, yes. We, we've definitely done a great job of, of 
retaining our partners and and sponsors. I mean, because we're a nonprofit, and and really um, being a nonprofit, you rely on that community support with businesses right. and whatnot. And and one of our newest partners was Viz Visit Rio Rancho, and we had track and field out there. So, oh, cool. it, which was a four hundred athletes that competed in track and field uh, a, f- a couple a few weeks ago at Rio Rancho High School. That's so. That's such a nice facility too. Well, they did. They, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a great facility, and uh, we got through it. And I got to tell you, we had some folks that are in their eighties competing. Oh wow! In tra- in field events. Like, yeah, Connie Connie Dismore, um, uh, or excuse me, Connie Dayton. She's actually a competitor that competes in a lot of our New Mexico Games events, but she's got recognition uh, at the national level, and so she was throwing the javelin, the shot put, and at the eighty discus. years old. Are you at eighty years me? old? Oh yeah, eighty years old. <laughs> Get out of here! Miss me with that. That is that is the world that I'm not ready for. The game tonight is going to be a good one. The boys are at home. I believe they're against Sugarland, the Space Cowboys. The Some space. people call me a space cowboy. Do you think they play that at their ballpark? You would imagine. I mean, I would. Yes, but. <laughs> you, would. you know, I broadcast for New Mexico Highlands University, and we're uh, Las Vegas, New Mexico, right? Uh-huh. So uh, The original Vegas. The original Vegas. There you go. And so I'm in a, like a production meeting the other day. We're talking about, hey, you know what? If the team gets the big win, what if it's this and that? And they're like, well, we got to play Viva Las Vegas. And I'm like, why? I think that's about the other Las Vegas. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, they're all about us. So I was like, okay, I, I guess. The, obviously, the Isotopes have, like, one of the most iconic songs in, in all of baseball. I just the Isotopes theme is very, very good. But if it's not that, like, is it, like, the Simpsons intro? Like, what would you go with? I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the Isotopes name was inspired by the Simpsons. So, you know, you got Homer over here, Marge over there. So Everywhere you look. Everywhere you go, you got Simpsons. So, yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> Run it, bring man. The, bring the heat on it. <laughs> Joining us at 4.15 before assaulting, we're going to talk about the giveaway today. The giveaway is pretty nice. We have it in it's front of us. It's pretty cool. So it's a, it's a clear backpack. And this is like kind of like a must-have now with like today's current environment. And I like how they use it as a promo to, to, to spread the message yeah. to you know fans, hey, you got to have clear bags. Yeah, it's, it's very genius. smart. It's genius marketing. So like with your, with your runner's team, do you guys, you guys have the clear back policy over at the Rio Rancho no. Event Center? No, no. The uh, I know it's like it's different in every level. Yeah, like it kind of depends. We went to this WWE event the other day, and it was over. That was at Tingley. At, uh, Tingley. Yeah. Over at Tingley, yeah. and uh, you know I'm a bit of a WWE guy, but not necessarily is every WWE fan the most get out in public, socialize s- norms of large groups. Do you know yeah. what I'm trying to say without saying it? Yes, I okay. do. Okay, <laughs> so. It's a lot of these, like, troglodytes who are coming out of their basements to okay. go to this pro wrestling thing. They, I guess they didn't know clear bags were, like, a requirement now. And huh. you're, you're watching, like, full-on, like, fit-throwing, like, arms-waving. Breakdown of, breakdowns. Of human civility. And then and just <laughs> lies, just flat-out lies. Where, my insulin pump's in here. And they're like, your insulin pump's in three bags. You have it in three different bags. <laughs> and, and they're like, nah. Like, and it's and, – and, you know it's because of Tingly. Like, hey, no offense to Tingly because I'm a fan of the venue, but why are you making me park so far away? It's I don't a want walk. to park so far you're, away. You're walking a bit. I mean, don't, don't you would think there would be an opportunity to do maybe like uh, golf cart shuttles or something. Something. Just saying. Also, like, I don't mind paying 10 bucks to park because I'm that guy. I got 10 bucks in my budget. But I promise you this, I'll park at the casino and walk over. I do not care. I am of that energy. Yeah. Like, if I'm already going to walk, I already know I'm walking. <laughs> Walk it out. Just walk it out. 
<laughs> get your steps in, man. I, I see you look at your watch. You're like, how many steps did I That's get in today? Right. <laughs> Griffin, how is the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio? It's cold and dark without you in it. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, man, man. they okay. miss you over there. Griffin, I mean, you come out of the ballpark. <laughs> Buy you a beer. Everything will be okay. <laughs> you got the whole thing here. We're going to grab a break. Forrest Stolting is going to join us. Big thank you to the Albuquerque Isotopes for having us out today. Two Men On is powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Starter days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow. Excuse me, at Hollow Spirits. And today, before the end of this one, I'm going to have some of New Mexico's vodka, Teller vodka, in the form of a watermelon walk-off. I promise you that. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Everyone's headset settled in? Oh, yeah. Just oh, we're in. in. <laughs> we're in. Forrest Stolting joining your boys. Forrest, how are you? Doing great, man. Another beautiful day here in uh, the city of Albuquerque. Ready for some more Isotopes baseball tonight at 7.05 against the Sugarland Space Cowboys affiliate, the Houston Astros. They're pretty good. They yeah. got a good squad. Sugarland, they're yeah. all right. They got a good all right. squad. They have really good pitching. Did they know you had an eight-game win streak last night, and that's whenever they decided to go just full-on out against your boys? I mean, it's possible. I'm not sure what they knew and what they did not know. They but studied they, the but team. They, but their pitcher from last night, Hunter Brown. Pretty good. He's been considered as one of the best pitchers in AAA, and somehow he's not been caught up to the majors at all this year. Um, that staff there in Houston, also pretty good. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. not wrong. Christian Javier, what, he threw, like a, threw a no-hitter against the Yankees a week ago, Ooh. I believe it was. Well, they just beat the Yankees last night in like a one-off game seven of the World Series or two something? To, two to one, yeah. It's uh, part of the uh, – what was it? Um, the Take collective, your time. Collective bargaining agreement. That's what the CBA. Yeah. Because okay. it starts like they had to put a game here, and then they're playing doubleheader later in the season. What was funny about that, though, is because both of the teams – were in New York, and they flew to Houston. Hmm. Why don't you just play the game in New York? Well, I mean, come on now. That would be the I mean, smart thing I mean, to do. Yeah, right? So the, they, they, Yankees, Yankees had to fly from New York to Houston, then later that night fly to Cleveland. Did they, did they have to take a wambulance to the airport? Like, I feel <laughs> like. I mean, dude, are you serious? <laughs> this is not. Why are you having the players ex- travel more than they absolutely need Dog. to? You know how your boys fly like Southwest? Like, they don't fly Southwest. I don't, it don't matter. Flying, it, it, it can inflame the muscles, you know? What? Yeah, you, ne- you just never know. Look at, uh, who was it? Um, Manny Machado, he drove the seven hours from, I think it was San Diego to Phoenix because of, uh, of his ankle or knee. And he's able to play last night, and he hit a home run. What more can you ask for? Well, I mean, Manny Machado was a different level. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> wow. All I'm saying is the uh-huh. New York Yankees and the Houston Astros are flying, like, not just private jet. We're talking, like, luxury first private class, jet. First class, above is, first class. That's fine. They can fly the best plane but in the entire world. I get what you're saying, efficiencies, right? Exactly. Yeah, to, yeah. I, I get it. I get just it. save the players a, a trip, you know? Yeah. What about the fan base? What about what New about York Yankees f- fan living in Houston that's waited all year? For well, they're, they're getting games later in the year. They already got games <laughs> earlier in the year. <laughs> So, I mean, don't make much sense to me. I'm not one to share. I'm not a guy for sharing. 
For sharing is caring. Come on. There's a big give, giveaway tonight. This is one of the best ones of the year. I'm going to I'm gonna rank this this top fiver right here. I believe that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it is the clear backpack. And whenever I saw it on the website, I'm going to be real honest with you, I thought it was little, like a fanny packer boy. Yeah, like yeah a, something like I that. I thought it was going to be like one of those stylish over-the-shoulder ones. It's, oh, no. This is a full-on go camping with this it's, thing. It's, this is a 15-inch backpack, like one you would take to school pretty much. I mean, it, it, yeah. anything. I mean, this is a full-on durable backpack. Uh, with the logo that ships on there, it's, it's a great, great bag to have. That's got for sure. Orbit on there. Oh yeah, fun for the kids, mom, dad, everybody's gonna have a good time. With and this you're gonna need a clear backpack to get into the stadium tonight. Mm-hmm. So might as well come by, bring your stuff in your hands, and just throw it in there when you when you walk to the gates. <laughs> so if you're one of the first two thousand people, <laughs> yeah. show up with your stuff like in an old like Smith's bag. Exactly. Transfer it into the plastic yes. bag. This Boom. is the, this your night's made. This is, well, that's a weird. It's a weird viewpoint, but I'm in <laughs> on it. Uh, obviously, all the all the giveaways you guys here have here at ISO Spark. There was uh, great partnerships from people in the community, and AARP is a part of this. Oh, one. absolutely, they're fantastic to us. They do a good job. Oh they, man, it's t- smart marketing. It is. They smart. Start, I'm not. I'm not AARP age for like. 20 more years, they're sending me stuff They're right planting now. the seed for when you <laughs> <Exactly>. get there. <laughs> That's smart. That's what you do. Start them young. Exactly. <laughs> they know the game. Just saying. <laughs> Big weekend for the ball club, though, right? So you got tonight, you got Friday, you got Sunday, and you're going to see, what, like 30,000 people? Oh, at least is my guess. I mean, tomorrow night we have our uh, annual lowrider night. We're gonna have seven. We're gonna have seventy-five lowriders <laughs> at the ballpark. About thirty outside of McKernan Hall, and then about forty to forty-five on the warning track all around the Am field. Am I still gonna get my parking spot, or what's up? Uh, it depends on when you get there. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Wear your bandana and your uh, yeah, mad the, dogs. There you go. The, my, and my what? Mad dogs. What is that? Sunglasses. They're like the real thick sunglasses. They're called Mad Dogs. I've never seen them. That was, that's like a like, that's like the lowrider, you know, attire. The first place I, I, I was at a lowrider thing one time, and that's the first place I saw those. I don't even know what they're called. The Mexican cowboy boots with the toe. Oh, yeah. Twirls. Do you know what I'm talking about? You know exactly. Elf boots. Oh, yeah. I call them Have elf you boots. seen these? <laughs> these are, I have seen them before. They're crazy. Yeah. Like little skis. It's a fashion statement for sure. It's a fashion something. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fashion <laughs> mistake, man. Is what it is. But uh, so that's my mariachi's night tomorrow, and obviously the boys always play well during. That. You can hear a lot of that. Is that a oh, absolutely concern? grito? That's the, what they call it. See, you're way more cultured than me. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm born and raised here. What is? <laughs> I'm, I'm showing you the ways. You're, you're there doing you go. I like job. that. <laughs> Sunday night. Are there any tickets available for the third? Or are they all gone? I'm sure there might be a handful out there yeah. somewhere, but we are almost sold out. That's for sure. Um, we got a 15-minute fireworks extravaganza. Ooh, okay. 15 minutes of just the best fireworks you're going to see in the city all year long. You're going to want to come here and get your seats. Well, and get, I've, get behind home plate. Have the view of the San Diego Mountains in the background and the fireworks shooting up. It is about as picture, picturesque as you can get. I always had great fireworks. That's oh, one the, of the things the, that have been amazing. The standard by which all others should Bingo. be judged. Yes. And also, hey, forget Bloom Piesta Park. It's for losers. I don't mess with that. <laughs> Do you want to put that on there? You want to say it officially for us? No comment. Bloom Fiesta Park is for Good losers. <laughs> From hey, that ISO hey, we parked cars last year. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, it was a whole year ago. We're not parking them this year, are we? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Moving on We're up. We're going to enjoy. Yeah, moving on up and enjoying fourth. Yeah, uh, Andres, obviously, is president of New Mexico Games. And we were over there in a volunteer capacity parking cars. And awesome. if you're here for fireworks on a holiday, you think you would be happy. You think that would be part of the energy that's associated with this night. But it was not for so many people who cannot understand simple parking directions. It's driving a car, you'd think it'd be easy, but somehow 
we've made it more difficult than it should be. It's, 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 I can't figure out why, but it is. Seven, uh, 705 first pitch tonight. Uh, yep. Doors to the building open at 5. 30. 30 tonight. So come down at 530 if you're going to get in early and get one of the clear backpacks. Uh, low riders are tomorrow. What time are they going to start being available to fandom? So on the field, you can come out to the field around 5 o'clock. It will be available from 5 to 545. Um, you can get right up close to the cars. You, if the owner of the car lets you touch it, you can touch it. But oh. take, plenty of pi- take plenty of can pictures with them. Can you ride in the hydraulics? That's a good question. Ooh, good That's question. on a car-by-car basis is my <laughs> <Okay>. guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to speak for any of the uh, – the drivers themselves, but yeah, five to five forty-five is the time to show up for the low rider event out uh, on the field. But the ones outside will be there uh, probably till six six thirty. And then uh, entertainment throughout the concourse. Oh, of course, your usual mariachis night. You're going to have the dancers. We're nice. going to have the mariachis band. Um, every, everything that's typical from a, from a mariachis night will be there for sure, and even better than usual. Gotta love the mariachis, man. That's they're very good. I yeah. love it. It's a very good branding. It's very smart. And then Sunday, uh, what time are the doors open? I believe it's at uh, 5 o'clock. No, 4.30. Excuse me, 4.30. 4.30 Early on gauge, Sunday. Yeah, 6.05 first pitch. Okay, and then we're going to wait till the sun goes down for fireworks no matter what. So if it's oh, a fast game, then you're going to be just going to hang out a little bit. Exactly. I mean, but usually these, these games will last till on 6 o'clock first pitches. They'll be over around like 8.45, 9 o'clock, something like that. So there's really not going to be much weight of it all, I wouldn't think. But um, the weight, if there is a weight, It'll be worth it because of that 15-minute fireworks extravaganza. It'll be the display to be seen. It'll be talked about the next day oh. on actual 4th of July where the boys are traveling. Oh, boy, where y'all going? No, where you, your boys are traveling. You're on the road on Monday. <laughs> oh, yes, we are. We're going to Round Rock. Yep. Yeah. Game at 6 o'clock on uh, Monday night, then an off day on Tuesday. They had to do a little switcheroo for the schedule right. to make sure everyone got a uh, – a game for the Independence Day, pretty much. There you go. So. And then rest of the week off at home, and then the Isotopes return the following week. No. Oh no. We're off. Oh, All Star break. We have we have a back to back road series, and then the All Star break. Then we're here for nine. We got three against Sugar Land, and then I believe it's six against Reno. So is this the starting lo- July twenty first? Is this the first summer vacation of at least a week's time that you'll have had since like high school? Yes. That's crazy. I mean, vacation might be too, too strong of a yeah. word because we have the Hall of Fame induction on July 23rd. We have the Breaking Bad folks coming in on July 30th, which right. those tickets are going fast. Yeah. So if you want a ticket to that and have a chance to bid on these limited, limited items that are from the personal collections of both Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul, you better get it quick because those tickets will not last long. Say my name. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, that's it's a, it's a line. I, I, oh, it. I, I really thought he was serious. Like, <laughs> you, Fred, Fred really made it as serious. I don't. Get and it. throughout the uh, <laughs> uh, the next couple of weeks at home, you'll see some videos from Brian and Aaron to promote the in game. In character, yes. <laughs> and I brought it because they say he says a version of "Say My Name," but it's fantastic. So you got to come out and see those videos before the night, okay? Because those videos are priceless you're they're, actually, ho- they're hilarious I don't know, i'm very excited about i'm this. game no you should be it, it, it's it's almost that's like a cool. little a mini breaking bad you know that's cool come yeah. out to the ballpark all weekend long because then you don't really have like two weeks like you're there's like two weeks of no baseball 19 so, days actually yeah, oh my god all right so come out because wow. you can't otherwise yeah like come and do it or you can't do it exactly that's the understanding you're gonna go through withdrawals so those 19 days no one likes that no one likes that <laughs> <laughs> for us who's joining us on the program today what ball players are coming up 
Oh, we got Ryan Vallade, one of the best hitters on the club. We also have LJ Hatch, who just got engaged recently oh, in, wow. Las, okay. in Las Vegas. Then we have uh, Albuquerque's own Jordan Pacheco, the local hero, because uh, our offense had one of the best offensive months in Isotope's history in June. We had 55 home runs, most in team history in a month. That's crazy. Scored 189 runs. That's crazy. Uh, I think it was the sixth or seventh most in team history. But only, but like within like a dozen or something of the most. Oh, right? of course. Yeah, 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 we, we were, yeah. If we would have, you played, were in the mix. If we, we would have played okay last night, would have been a top two or three. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Um, so it was a historic month for Isotopes. Fifteen and eleven record. Um, only the fourth winning record in a month since May of 2018. Oh, so impressive. We are clicking on, on all cylinders right now. So this is the time to come see the isotopes when we're firing away right now. Love everything about it. Forrest Stolting, thank you so very much. Of course. Thank you all. We're going to come back a little NBA talk, free agency and trade market. Let's listen to Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live in the ballpark. NBA is the news today, regardless of how much baseball we want to make the news. Zach Levine, his deal just came through about 10 minutes ago. Actually, I mean, it's longer than 10 minutes, but you know what I mean, 10 minutes. I got the gist. You ready for the number? We're ready. Five years, 215 mil. What? What? Okay, break that down. Uh, okay, so it's roughly 24 points a game, roughly four and a half assists, roughly four and a half rebounds. That's it broken down. Whew. Eight years into the, so what's he, 27? He's only been in the playoffs one time. This is a very much win-now move for the Bulls. Wow. Trying to go for the top. Get to the top. The Bucha and DeRozan and Ball and Caruso. I mean, I, I get it, but I'm not saying he's not worth 215 because cool, if you can get it, go get it. Was anyone else trying to pay him that? <laughs> I mean, is he, is he trying to leave Chicago? Hey, you go where you go where you get the best deal. He wasn't like seeing the praise that he was going to do Chicago the way he was going to do Chicago, but like I mean, the money talks, right? The money says you're in. This is this is what you're doing. This is what it's worth. I just it's not like the Lakers or the or the Blazers or the Mavericks or the Hawks. It's not like there was anyone like all those teams would have been a fit, but would they have been a fit at 215 mil? Well, I'm just. Good for old boy. Good for old boy. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Miles Bridges, who is an idiot, was arrested in Los Angeles on Wednesday. He was released on bail and was seen working out in a shoot-around. His wife put all over the social media last night images and photos of the allegations of harm that Bridges did to her including a video testimonial from their child who is, I don't know, the age of babies, less than one years old, Ooh. one years old. What, what, at what age do you start talking? Right at that exact age. About Yeah, about one. Yeah. yeah, so a shade over one maybe, given a rendition of what occurred between Bridges and the victim. Just um, gross, just absolutely gross. So Miles Bridges is an idiot. Sad. Ugh. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Talked about it yesterday, but James Harden declined his $47 million player option. 
It's being rumored he could re-sign with the 76ers for up to 270 mil over five. However, a short-term non-max deal will give him some security and that flexibility that he's kind of looking for. He's one of those guys that likes to jump teams. If he does take a pay cut, which is kind of the rumor, Andres, that's going to give the team a little bit of flexibility to bring in a winner. Because you already got a lot of talent there. You got Embiid. You got some guys who can go, but going to try to put a championship in Philadelphia? I don't know if you can do it with James Harden maxing out your contract. I do know, excuse me, your payroll. I do believe you can do it if you can bring in another piece with what's already there. Who would be that piece? Oh, that's, that's the question. The, that's the million dollar, or or in this case of the NBA these days, billion dollar question, yeah. right? Ooh. Who would be that piece? That's an interesting one. Um, DeAndre Ayton needs to get paid. The aforementioned Bridgeby's the head case. Beal's off the market. you got to find a piece, and I guess Colin Sexton, I guess, is still out there, but I, I wouldn't be able to say who's the guy off the top of my head, but I would be able to say they'd have the flexibility to do it, and if you get to the point where you're like halfway through a season and maybe there's – one or two dudes that are coming available from squads that aren't really performing the way you thought they were going to, then you'd be like, cool, we can pull the trigger. You know, so if you could limp through Christmas, maybe a little bit longer, and then say, cool, let's make a move. Let's, you know, let's pull the trigger on something. You're going to have room to do it. But maxing out Harden is not the answer, in my opinion, if you're Philadelphia. Lots of stuff coming through today, though. Zach Levine, we already mentioned Bradley Beal. Supermax deal. Jalen Brunson, who fortunate to catch a little bit of money if you ask your boy. James Harden remains unsigned. DeAndre Ayton still unsigned. He, to me, is kind of the cream of the crop right now. Go out and grab him if you can. The thing with my Knicks and Jalen Brunson is $25 million a year for Brunson, to me, is a little heavy for a guy that I want to be my number three. And I don't know where one or two are at yet, but I know he's not a one or two guy. He, he kind of looked like a number two guy in Dallas because of obviously the way they ran their offense there. But to jump in and take over in, in such a paid way, hmm. in expectation way, going to be a little surprising to me if he's, if he's a number one dude. And a lot of that's also going to fall on Randall because if Randall can kind of escalate his game back to where it was two, three years ago, Cool, Knicks are in the mix. If he's still catching the Boo Birds every time he walks into Madison Square Garden, he's he's just not going to get there. Well, will the money incentivize you, right? You're getting paid X amount of dollars. Are you going to live up to your expectations? I mean, you're expected to, but will you? There's a, bit, a little bit of a difference in expectation versus reality. The Internet is saying that John Wall – is all but a clipper at this point. Uh, it's nothing officially is done yet, but we'll end up seeing where John Wall goes. But it looks like the deal is going to be for about $7 million a year, which is not a lot of dollars a year mm-hmm. for a guy that used to be that established. So I think he would be valuable to that. Uh, her, there, there's just not a ton after that. T.J. Warren maybe is the next last best guy, but everyone else is kind of scooped up at this point. And, I mean, that's the weekend starts quick, and you know how to celebrate the fourth, right? <laughs> Get it started. <laughs> Fire, get us started with some fireworks here. Come on. <laughs> also, conversations being had about Zion Williamson and him getting the max rookie extension and 
this is just the absolute best good faith move I think I've ever seen from New Orleans. The this obviously hasn't been the production that you would you know expect from a guy, and obviously the injuries and kind of all things that are associated with that. So, yeah, to must, me, they must see something. And <sighs> I, I, I don't know what it is, but they got to see him losing some weight. Is what they got to see. They get, he's got to get his. He's got to get his body right. He's got to get his his life right because you know we talk about this regularly in the world of sports Andres like you I mean obviously you run a professional sports team do you know any guys who used to have bad ankles never heard of that no it's always if you've if you had a bad ankle it always got progressively you worse only ever you forever have bad ankles yes and you know and that's the thing to me with with Zion who doesn't seem to number one love the game and doesn't seem to number two hate losing because because the games that his team lost, which, by the way, the Pelicans can be in the mix. they got a good squad. If he can come back and, and be that big impact. But you have to, in my opinion, commit all of it to it. And $235 million, is that enough to get you to do it? Should be. Don't play no ball, though. <laughs> Don't play no ball. Brooklyn Nets saga continues. We will go into that when we get back from the break and we'll wrap up our NBA talk before we bring in well I mean basically a whole baseball team worth of players here for the Albuquerque Isotopes. Andres Trujillo sitting in today. Van's not here. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Gates open in like 45 minutes. 5.30 right? 5.30. Great night for baseball. 4.45 must be when like Everyone has to show up at the ballpark, though, like the support staff and stuff. Because it's like filling up here. The Man. concourse is popping. Well, when I got here earlier, it was empty. It was a ghost town. It was a ghost town. Batting practice going on right now for the isotopes. It's, um, what's the best way to describe right now? Warm? Toasty. Toasty. It says, uh, looking at the 89 degrees on the scoreboard. 25% humidity. You can feel it a little bit. Wind is barely a factor at 8.1 miles per hour. Baseball is the time when I care most about the weather. Well, but, yeah, I mean, you know, if it's too hot, kind of sometimes feels miserable. It does. You know when it does, though, is when you're out there on an island, like when you're playing the outfield and you're having a tough inning or if there's – Yeah. And it hits you mentally when there's, like, an extra out, you know, when there's, like, an error or something, and you're like, oh, my God, this is a – that's Another the one, one where you feel it. Yep. Come on. Yeah. Wrapping up our NBA talk is the week's basically wrapped up. All the big free agent names are there. Obviously, Kevin Durant still being super weird where James Harden lands, which I hoped would be the way of the Knicks. Doesn't look like it will be. Looks like he's going to return to Philadelphia. But I got some big winners and losers here, and I want your opinion alongside me on this, Andres. The big winner, I think, is Jalen Brunson, who was a former second-round draft pick in 2018, and to get 100 mil from my Knicks over four years is a big deal. And we're going to see how Brunson plays without Luka Doncic, and, and if he can even function away make something happen because he's never seen double coverage in his whole life like he does to me i'm just i'm real scared because to me it's a lot of money and i just don't know if the team has it there so i think because i'm making brunson my big winner i'm gonna make my the knicks the big loser i think it's a fair assessment i mean with 50 million like arguably you can get 50 million plus to mitchell robinson what are you going to do that over three years, maybe four? The 
the opportunity is there, but you're talking about a lot of swing guys. You're talking about a lot of lefties. You're talking about, like, dudes that ha- without a lot of talent around them, I'm looking at what I think is a meteoric, meteoric roster, or it could be a meteoric rise if all these dudes can come together. So I, I'm real on the fence about my boys. Dependent on the chemistry. I think that's, that's really the key. What kind of chemistry can they put together? Can they play together? Yeah, with well, R.J. Yeah. Barrett. I like, mean, seriously. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. I don't know much about Isaiah Hartenstein, $60 million over two years. little backup center. Cool. I mean, you got to pay big men. Bol Bol just re-signed for two years down in Orlando. you got to play big men. Jokic, obviously, turned $64 million, Big winner. It's the highest contract ever. But I think that's going to obviously change every couple of years for the next couple of years to come. Big loser, though, and I know you were talking about this off air. It's got to be the Brooklyn Nets, right? <laughs> Dumpster fire. <laughs> Dumpster fire rolling down the hill. And now all these rumors and talk are coming out that Kevin Durant wasn't even seriously considering leaving until the Golden State Warriors won the ship, and he took that real personally. <laughs> <laughs> like, as far as his – as good as an athlete as he is physically and as good as an athlete as he is, or excuse me, as good of a basketball player as he is, he is as soft of a professional athlete mentally that has ever existed, ever. Coddled in his life? Coddled to, much? Right? Well, like, and, and coming up in D.C. is not easy. D.C. is hard. Like, coming up in that part of the country, you would think you'd have to have a thicker skin. Yeah. Doesn't seem to be there for your boy. <laughs> Yeah. Well, who acquires Durant? That's the big question, Well, right? here's the thing, though, because whenever he announces, I got to get traded. You can trade me to Miami or Phoenix. Oh, the two best? You, you want to go to two best records? And who's to, say, who's to say, why is he calling the shots, right? Well, because that's the league now, you know. I'm going to call where I'm going. That they all do. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, who's the last guy to go to a team that he didn't want to go to and really turn it around? Because I can tell you, it's Jason Kitt. It's Jason Kidd wow. going to the Nets Good name, 15 yes. years ago because these dudes don't have to do it no more. I'm thinking back to 2010 probably. 2010 is probably when that was the LeBron uh, Boys and Girls Club. I'm taking my talent to South Beach here. Yeah. That was the, the, the one where it was like, oh, players don't have to anymore. They can do literally the thing Whatever they, they do. want to do. But Jason Kidd took that team. Turn it around. Turn it around. Eastern Conference Finals. I think it went to the championship. Losers. I mean, whatever. That happens. You can't win them all. But there's, yeah, to me, there's no way that you can trade in like a Sacramento or a Hmm. San Antonio, which San Antonio can go a little bit. So I don't know if that's a perfect example. Like a meddling whatever because he won't do it. And I don't know if it's in his claws or if he's just like, no, I literally won't play. Like, this, you're stupid to trade for me. Because that's how these guys are. <laughs> Entitled? I feel like it's an entitlement. And granted, I'm not, I'm not discounting right. the athleticism and how good they are. But, you know, there's, there's got to be some happy medium I, somewhere so in a negotiation. And I don't think it's entitlement, though, because I think it's nego- – what you said in negotiation, it's the NBA PA. Like, the National Basketball Player Association is so very strong with revenue shares and so very strong with salary cap floors yeah. and so very strong with they have nego- they have created in a way 
for their players to be set up for the most success. And by the way, I'm pro-labor every time. Like, we have these talks where I'm, if you can get a group of dudes that are the product and they can say, hey, this, that, the other, as far as it relates to rights and where I can be traded and if I can't and rules and bird rights were a prime example from years ago. Like, the NBA has it figured out, or excuse me, the the National Basketball Player Association has it figured out for their dudes to where they can have this energy. And here's the thing. The PA has to support Kevin Durant right now, too. <laughs> Can't not. <laughs> but it looks to me as if the Nets are going to lose Durant, Irving, and they just lost James Harden over the course of what, what does it be, like six months? This has got to be the worst implosion in the history of any sports team. Luckily, they got no fans. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> if Harden signs the new deal, I think the 76ers are big winners. Anthony Melton, pretty good accusation there on draft night. P.J. Tucker, whose money, that money became available because Harden didn't take it. That's a team that I think can go. They want to win now. The Bradley Beal stuff is interesting to me because Bradley Beal had two options. One, stay, be a guy who's committed to the Wizards, be a guy who's maybe looking to play his whole career in one spot, which is kind of crazy. And grow that thing to to championship contender level, or his other option was leave and catch that same moniker that everyone else does. That you're look, you're you know chasing ships and looking for greener grass. It's almost a lose lose as far as perception wise. But I'm into the St. Louis native sticking around in in Washington for 251 mil. Which by the way, it's not like we're talking like <laughs> chump change for this woe is me team. But I'm into that energy from him. The Wizards, if they don't add more, I think are in trouble. I think if the Wizards don't put more around Beal, then that's going to be a wasted 251 mil. They didn't win on DeRozan. But if they can get Beal and Przingis... For just shy of eighty million next season, okay, I'm in. It's gonna be another tough one year, though. Hmm. The Anthony Simmons deal, I think, is good in Portland. I think the NBA is looking real strong, and they've just kind of controlled the whole thing the last two days, as far as media, talk radio, TV, everything that's sports world. The very few times a year that a league gets to take kind of the spotlight away from the NFL. So good on the NBA. In your opinion, Andres, as far as free agency periods goes, do you put the NBA at the very top? I don't know. I don't know if I do or not. That's a tough one. I don't know. I think it's the best. I don't think it's close. I I mean, I think it's the biggest deal, right? Yeah. NBA free agency is probably the biggest deal in pro sports. Morant got... The five-year rookie extension, five years, 193. I'm into this. You make over 230 mil before his big contract. Show me the money! (laughs) We'll grab one where we get back. Oh, my gosh, from the live chat. Kevin Durant is soft as Santino Morella. That's unacceptable. (laughs) Unacceptable. (laughs) Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. 
I'm digging the music. Not so bad. That's a great selection. That's what hypes you up, man. Not so bad. <laughs> Jordan Pacheco, the hitting coach for your Albuquerque Ice Hopes, will be joining us uh, momentarily. Went to Quavo, you know, played at the University of New Mexico. Yep. The whole Local star. Whole town, everything. Joining us on the program because Van's not here. Andres Trujillo, owner of the New Mexico Runners. Offseason right now for the runners. Yep. So all the boys just, they block your number for six months, don't take your calls. Actually, no, no. They, they, <laughs> they're they there, and if I need them for events and community things, they're there. So, um, you know, yeah, it's just kind of chill out. They're with their families, enjoying the – because, you know, when we, when we get going, we start training in October. Yeah. Games start in December, and we go through March. I mean, you got to think, that's half a year of every weekend you're busy. And so, I mean, being able to decompress with your family and enjoy your family over the summer, and that's, that's what they do. MASL has uh, got a special place in my heart, and Major Arena Soccer League is a big deal. I mean, it's, it, it's all over the country, and it draws, and it's the highest level kind of competitor and athletes. And, and this is a big pivotal year for you guys coming up because this mm-hmm. is the you're back from the COVID year, and, yeah. and really it was more like two years because of, weird restrictions with the state and kind of all the situation that surrounded that. Mm-hmm. But uh, the part that to me is the end of your season last season was in such a positive trend. Yes. Like, yeah, like you – hey, in rough start, let's be real honest. Like, it, hey, your boys look like they haven't played soccer in two years. And then and then come midseason, end of the season, like, like you got some guys that could beat any team in the league. Absolutely. And, and, and that was the big, huge, shining beacon for our third season, being – shut down and and for almost two years was it was a tough one and and then so getting started again and i think a lot of our veterans realize like man i'm two years older right i'm not i'm not as young as i used to be so so there are several of our veterans that realize that but then as we got to the middle we had a lot of rookies this year and uh and and turned out they picked it up they learned through that first half of the season and then we started playing them in the second half and boom i you're right we finished very very strong key uh key standouts are mershad amadi yeah and he's a sandy high school graduate oh so and he uh he just scored third team all-star forward in the league so he got that award and he had 21 total points and in seven games right that's that's amazing. So eighteen goals, three assists, all in, uh, and he scored twelve of those goals in two games at the end of the season. So this dude has shown up to be an amazing asset to the squad, and you, you, we're we're really looking uh, forward to having him come back for the fourth season. And I tell you what else is going to come back is the Rio Rancho Event Center. So obviously you yes. guys are there, and you have a just a fantastic presence, and and you do great December through March. And then Duke City Gladiators take over immediately after you, and, and they're kind of the resident there that they're currently at this time, one more home game for Duke City. And then big new announcement, I believe yesterday, mm-hmm. the EHL team. ECHL. To, the ECHL coming to town. And are they going to play correspondently, you yes. guys? Their season, I believe, runs October through March. Oh, okay. So they will be – They'll be during the same time. So wait, you you're just gonna put the field on top of the ice? How does this work? Well, uh, let's call up our good old friend Matt Bollinger <laughs> and find out. Well, talking to Matt, um, I th- I believe he has a system in place where he's gonna be able to put there's these mats over the ice. That's correct. And yeah. then roll the turf over it. And, but it won't just be you guys. Everything they do, the ice will just kind of be there. Yes, all the time. They'll keep the ice on. I mean, on minus minus any con- big concerts that come through, then then uh, that that you can't have ice in. 
but but with that being said, so so obviously they they from what I know they're supposed to start this year, plan to start their season in October, but I think they realized they weren't they weren't there yet, so they need to get some systems in place, and they will be dropping the puck next year. Raptors, the Raptors, the Raptors. Now I just want to know what their logo looks like. This the dinosaur. Or is it a bird of prey? Ooh, it so, better be a dinosaur. I, I see. That's what I said I, yeah. when I heard about it. I'm like, is it like a raptor dinosaur? You know, raptor claw, some teeth, some tail, something like that. And then I also heard that it was a bird, <laughs> which which isn't bad. I mean, maybe I don't think it's an eagle. I don't know if it's a hawk, an owl. I mean, I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Joe Cordova will join us next week. Uh, we're going to talk with him. Obviously, the boys are off Monday, so we're not here Monday. We're hosting a hot dog eating competition at Hollow Spirits. Oh, doggy. And that is going to be the one. It's a $10 donation over there, and that's going to go to You're no- telling me Joey Chestnut's coming? This, uh, I, think he's, I think he's at Coney Island. Okay. I think he's busy Just that saying. day. Just saying. Um, <laughs> but, Have you uh, ever seen that guy compete in, real, in person? No, of course I've not. seen him compete. He came, he came to the state fair one year, I think in 2015, like I want to say. Okay. It was burritos that yeah, they were eating. Of That's course. what he competed Very with. Very Southwest. Yeah, of course. The, Anyone, of course, he ate a ton of burritos. Oh, of course. The <laughs> the thing that's craziest about like that competitive food stuff, everyone knows about the hot dog, Nathan's hot dog eating contest, and, uh, you know, what is it, 76 or whatever the record is? I'm something not, like something that. Something like that. But these guys are also competitors, like the weirdest stuff. They're like uh, 14 pounds of buttered noodles Ooh. in 10 minutes, and you're like, what? What? They be slurping. There's, yeah. <laughs> Buttered noodles. I've been that poor in a long time. <laughs> Buttered noodles. They do weird stuff. And the, uh, you know, I'm a big spectacle guy. Yeah. The spectacle, the spectacle of the Nathan's hot dog eating contest is as good as anything anywhere. And last, oh, absolutely. Year, last year it was uh, still a little COVID reserved, and there's like, but I guess it's back to full force this year. And I think they're doing it in the. Or last year they did in the baseball stadium mm-hmm. over there on uh, Coney Island. Yeah. But I guess they're going back to, to, the, pier? to the pier this yeah, year. Yeah, I think so, that, that's smart. I agree. Because you need, you need kind of that energy that surrounds it. You need. Well, well it's, it, it's not a formal setting. It's an informal setting that gives you a entertainment type. Because the pier, everybody knows the pier. Right. So many things going on, the shops and everything else that's, you know, touristy. But that is where you got to set it. That's where it started. So keep it going. As far as I come back to the runners real quick, just to wrap up yes, that sir. conversation. So as far as the players and and kind of who might be a part of the team, you expect everyone to return, or do you, do you think whatever tryouts start in? I guess it'll be October. We're looking at September. September for, as a as a tryout thing. Yeah, just to, just to see what what works and how it's going to work. See what guys come back. See what veterans are how they're at. Uh, how they're set up. You know, see what the rookies are at. And so that's that's kind of how we're we're looking at it. Andres, let me introduce you to our friend L.J. Hatch, who's done the program before. But the last time he did the program, he was not an engaged man. Congratulations. Welcome to the program, L.J. Appreciate it. What's up? I mean, what's up? Tell us a story. Some exciting times. Um, so Taylor and I, um, we recently had birthdays. We're, uh, our birthday's about a month apart. So we, we uh, scheduled um, like kind of a birthday day for us. In Las Vegas, where we were going to go to Dream Racing nice. at the uh, Super Speedway. And, so that's and fast okay. Cars. I mean, pretty good little date. I mean, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What did you? What car did you drive? So I drove the Acura NSX. Nice. And the, Let me uh, Google something real quick. Let me see what that is. 
and the uh, Mercedes-Benz GT um, AMG. Sweet. When I when I went there, I drove the Gallardo, the Lamborghini. That that's was fun. A, that's what Taylor drove. That was fun. Yeah. LJ, this is Speed Racer's car. Are you yeah. messing with me? <laughs> yeah. Did you have to, like, sign a waiver and stuff? Yeah. yeah you oh, my God. This yeah. is nuts. Oh, yeah. We were going fast. I'm, I mean, they didn't tell us exactly, but I, my guess would be around 150, 160 miles an hour. Yeah, buddy. Straights. And wait, you're just, like, too afraid to look down at the, like, speedometer? Well, I mean, you're, like, worried about, you know, upshifting, downshifting. Um, my biggest worry was braking while I was the turning corners, because yep. you'll, you'll spin it out. <laughs> and so I was just focused on braking while I'm straight and then turning, which was kind of the hardest part for me. And then she actually spun the uh, – the Gallardo out. Is there a video on, of this? Of um, I don't think of her spin out. Oh no. God, no. we have videos, but and I'm so like I have I have sweaty palms even talking to you about this right now because <laughs> yeah. I'm so anxiety all the time. Like when you were, I was like, I don't think my knuckles could get white enough to hold that oh, steering it, wheel. It was nuts. It was, it was fast. Oh no, this is unacceptable. It was crazy. That's great, but not even the most exciting part of your day, right? Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, so yeah, me and me and her mom was a lot of help too. She, you know. We were thinking of different ways to to do it, and um, we just kind of came up with doing it right after she got done racing her her car and yeah. um, got a banner made that said, Taylor, will you marry me? Oh, shut nice. up. So, okay. <laughs> okay. And oh. so, yep, she brought it into the, uh, the pits, I guess, and... Um, she was crying before she even got out of the car. So. <laughs> oh. but no, how we're both how really long did happy. it take to find the ring, the perfect ring? Oh, that's a good question. A while, um, honestly. Um, you know, her mom, you know, I had been looking um, for a while, for up close to six to eight months, looking for a ring and and um, and all that kind of stuff. Getting her ring size was, was pretty difficult because, you know, in the off season she's there with me and, um, it's kind of hard to sneak around <laughs> in, the, in the house, but, um, they but have yeah. The, do, you, do you guys know about this fake Harry Potter wand that they have mm-hmm. where you can no. buy It's got, like, measurements on it. You just slide it on oh, to, like, okay. a ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's, it, like, it's supposed to be, like, low-key. I, I don't know. I guess for kids. I mean, kids yeah. that relate to Harry Potter. I don't know. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess sure. that's clever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had heard of that. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, her mom, her mom called me one day and told me that she had gone and tried on a few rings and oh, yeah. sent me one that she really loved. And so so it was on, you know. There you go. We got it. Well, congratulations, that's my awesome. dude. It. It's, a whole, it. it's a whole other thing now, right? Like, it's like it's, 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 it's really, really nice. Yeah. Um, you know, having that level of, of commitment to, to somebody that you love so much is, you know, it's a very proud and kind of powerful um, emotion to, to carry with how you. Was the, how was the locker room there for you after you told the boys? Oh, they were all pumped. They all knew yeah. it was happening. Oh, and, there you go. And they were all, you know, they were all excited and um, congratulated me, and it was a lot of fun. And then you were like, I forget it, I'll just, I'll just hit a homer in the next day or whatever. Like, <laughs> you're like, let me just get <laughs> out of my system. Too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, her and I were, were joking that it was fiancé power. <laughs> I dig it. Yeah. LJ Hatch joining the boys. Uh, first time returning isotope to the program, so thank you for taking the time again. But this, to me, is the best weekend in baseball, right? This 4th of July weekend, you know it's going to be packed house after packed house after mm-hmm. packed house. You can thank us for the house, obviously, with all the promotion we're giving it. Heck yeah. But, uh, but the energy of being able to come out and kind of do a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then immediately got to turn around to Monday. Mm-hmm. But to be able to play just in front of just – 
40,000 people, maybe greater over the course of this weekend. It, I mean, it raises raises the energy a little bit, right? No, yeah, it's always good when you get the uh, when you get the stands filled up. Um, brings a different energy to yeah. the game, um, and kind of kind of elevates the uh, the play a little bit. You know, you know, once you get that adrenaline running, um, things happen and um, makes for makes for a good a good time and good fans and Sunday night Sunday night after the final out. You stay right there and watch the fireworks. You put, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That's you gotta all every year. Gotta. You gotta, gotta man. Win yeah. or lose, doesn't even matter. Hang out for sure. I'm a because yeah, it's, it's a holiday. That's it's the whole yeah. thing, and that and it's the only time of the year I listen to Carrie, Katy Perry's firework. Yep. but I'm like it works. Like <laughs> this sure. is and you're singing along, aren't yeah. you? It's perfect. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> and all of a sudden you know all the words. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just well, and and then on top of that one, it's because obviously give me the Star Spangled Banner, you know, mm-hmm. give me America the Beautiful, give me. This song's just about fireworks. It's not yeah. even about the country. I'm like, yeah. what a what a brilliant branding here. You I guys know. have, have done a real special thing. Now, just I had a question for you. You know, you're a New Mexico State guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does it feel being here in New Mexico, New Mexico State, that the connection? Uh, you you playing? Yeah. Um, it's always nice. Um, you know, being in New Mexico for pretty much the last eight years. Well, I mean, give or take a couple there in the middle, but. Um, it's just nice because, you know, there's a lot of good people here. Um, obviously some great, great Mexican food. Um, green chili. Got to love it. Um, it's just nice to be able to come back to a place that's familiar to you. Um, even though it, it is a little bit further north, it's, you know, it's the same kind of vibe. Okay. Um, but, yeah, a lot of a lot of old teammates come and visit. They come out to games. Come you know, watch you play. And, and stuff like that. Nice. It's just nice to, to see familiar faces around. That's awesome. The, I, I know you're a sports guy through and through as far as your fandom goes. Are you excited about the TBT, the Panamaniacs, coming up and playing the Enchantment? Have you heard about this yet? I haven't heard about it. So this. the TBT, which is the coolest $1 million basketball tournament in the whole country, the UNM team is going to play the state team gotcha. in, the, in, the, in the regional, which is in July. So it's going to be like all of the – well, later this month. Oh, my yeah. God, we're in July. Yeah. Where's the year July. gone? But later this month, um, yeah, so all the state guys are going to come UNM alumni, they're gonna basketball play guys, going to be state. Yeah, it's going to be just absolutely top tier. <laughs> but it's going to be – if you can see it in person, I'm going to encourage everyone, go to the pit. Go and check this yeah. thing out because it's it's all the dudes it that you were fans sweet. of when you were there. It was yeah. sweet, yeah. yeah. So, But I, I guess I, – Is Siakam coming? No, because so, he's still so playing? league guys, yeah, okay. so guys in the association. They can't. Yeah, you have to be expired from the association. Gotcha. But I know, sense. like, Marcus Smart is, like, the president of a team. I don't mm-hmm. even know what that means. <laughs> but he's he, like, called all the boys, so they're yeah. playing out like Rucker. So if Siakam yeah. came down, you wouldn't be surprised at all. Well, I think <laughs> I did hear about it because I saw a thing about J.R. Giddens yeah. possibly coming, and he was, a, he was a KU guy, too. Yeah. Um, and I've been a KU fan pretty much since I was little. And he um, co- he coaches now at Northern. I don't know if you know gotcha. that. I didn't know yeah, that. so he coaches women's basketball at Northern mm-hmm. and nice. just teaching really good kids how to play the game. But he played last year for UNM, and although they took the L in the opener, th- he went for like 35 points. Yeah. I mean, just on fire. Yeah, yeah. never <laughs> lost a step. You know how it is. Yeah. LJ, uh, what do we have looking forward to you this weekend? What, are you going to put on a little bit of your own fireworks show? You got you got a plan out Hopefully. there? Yeah. Um, you know, just kind of keep keep doing the same thing I've been doing. You know, go up there, try to have competitive at bats, and you know, put the barrel on the ball whenever I can. There so. you go. We got to grab one because we're up against it. Thank you for giving us a couple minutes, though, my dude. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, my Thank man. You. That's the biggest thing right there. Appreciate it. Thank we'll you. We'll get guys. the sponsors when we get back from the break. It's two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. You're gonna hear me laugh. <laughs> 
Hey, sorry, Griff, I missed it. Jordan Pacheco sitting down with us. What's up, brother? Welcome to the show. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, what's up with that hat? That's the most That's, fire hat yeah, I've ever seen. Yeah, man, 4th of July 4th of hat. July theme. Yeah. I dig it. I'm all for it. That in the I pro shop? I'm about to go. Hey, wait. I don't know. Is that 758? Leave that right here. No, <laughs> hey, let, me let me get that. I would leave it for you <laughs> if it was. I mean, what, I mean, you know I'm going to be here for a while. Just okay, okay I'll go get you. I'll go get you. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm not cheap, but I like, uh, well, I'm a little cheap. I actually Everybody like, likes I'm free a, stuff, man. Oh, I will do anything. Swag. For, right? It's free swag. I will do anything for a free T-shirt. Like, you don't even know. Like, I got no self-control. All right, so word on the street is you guys have the best history of offensive, offensively the best historical month ever for this team, and it's all because of you. Yes. And, and this is <laughs> – Pat yourself on the back. Yeah, and, yeah, and you told everyone. You were like, hey, yeah, guys, give me about three months. Yeah, I have the boys. That's what happened, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> what, 55 dingers? Is that what it was? 55 I, dingers? I know it was a lot. That's crazy. I, I remember writing it down a lot of them. So <laughs> it was good. It was good. The game's changed in a way now where it's like, hey, put one on. Let's go. Let's yeah. go get a dinger. Yeah. Like, let's, oh, without a doubt. Yeah. On demand. Hey, we're at 6,000 feet. Forget but <laughs> We're not going to move anyone over. Let's hit a dinger here. Jordan Pacheco joining us. Obviously, uh, talking a lot about the ball club. But uh, we, we, if we didn't mention La Cueva, if we didn't mention, yeah. like, growing up in the community and now being back and being part of the community. And how long have you been back now officially? Uh, probably a year now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's been it's, about a good year. So this is the best year of your life. <laughs> yes, it is. It actually is. Yeah. You know, I got two kids now. I'm coaching. Yeah. Thank you. I'm coaching here. My wife's happy. I'm happy. So when the wife's happy, it's good. They're going to name the field after you over there at La Cueva? Yeah. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. We got some good guys that came through yeah. there that have been, you know. Mitch yeah. Garver's doing well. You know, James Parr was there when I was there, and he and he was unbelievable. And they got some, they got some guys. They got some good talent over there. They're always winning, so. Never know who's next. All right. So you want me to start the petition? Is that what yeah. you're saying? That's <laughs> yeah, you can start the we petition. we got to get you there before Bregman gets at Academy. Okay. That's well, the whole I think that, yeah. That's the, that's the goal. <laughs> so it's, it's, everything's competition. <laughs> it is, yeah. I'll, I'll compete with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I love that guy. We'll, we'll compete. Jordan, the, uh, the ball club, though, for real. It's, I mean, offensively, you're doing it as well as anyone can do it. Like, and I don't mean individual, I mean team. To where when the, everyone else kind of in the PCL is looking at you and they're saying, these guys are going and they're climbing the ladder and you're what two games out of five hundred now I think uh, three three we lost three. last night so oh. we were we're getting there. We're hey, getting sorry there. you gave up one after eight in a row at home. I know. <laughs> yes, I know. it was a good month. It was a good month for us. We played well. What, and what is it? Because uh, last night you probably saw the best pitcher in the PCL, probably. Yeah, I think he, he yeah. is, and he's he's unbelievable, man. He we faced him I think three times now and. He, we can't make an adjustment yet, so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully yeah. down the road, or he, he he goes to the big leagues, and we don't have to worry about him anymore. And then, yeah, just, it's time. <laughs> just, just send him up. Yeah, get, get him out of here. You're, you're like you're like. Can we get a roster expansion? Yeah. Can yeah. we get? Can we just have something pop up? Can we have some happen? So, uh, so, so, is your team's like, like kind of like setting like little personal records for themselves in the team? What is like the big motivator behind that? Aside from winning, don't give me winning. I don't need that as an answer. What is the thing that it's kind of got the guys like trending in the right direction? Uh, I, I think it happens from the top, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I really do. I think we have the right people in place. I think Bill Schmidt's done a good job. Yeah. And our hitting quarter, Darren Everson, he's he's unbelievable. I think he – the thing that he does the most is he cares about each one of these guys from AAA all the way down to rookie ball. Oh, that's he knows what's up. every yep. one of them. And he comes in every every month, and he shows the guys how they can get better and what they need to do. And I just think he's created a culture that – all these guys believe in and 
they know that somebody cares about them and somebody in the upper office knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And when you got that, you just got to kind of jump on the bandwagon and follow it, and, and these guys love it. Five, six weeks ago, Todd Helton shows up, and <laughs> he's here pretty regularly now, right? And he's Yeah, he's coming, he's coming once, so yeah. hopefully he, come, he, he will come back again. Is it, what is it like to be able to pick the brain of a guy that did it so well for so long at the highest level? I think it's great for these guys. I got yeah. to play with Todd, and I got to pick his brain while I was playing. So the fact that these young guys can pick it while, you know, he's done. He wants to just coach. He just wants to yeah. help. He wants to give all of his knowledge away now. You know, when you're playing, you kind of don't want to give it all away. You're all your secrets too much. Uh, but now, you know, and he's a great guy to talk to, and he's a great resource. And to have him in here with some of these guys, especially for me, I'm not left-handed. I wasn't a left-handed power hitter. Oh, good point. And we got some left-handed power hitters here that – you know, he can just speak their language a little bit better, and maybe he has something that he did or some drill he did that, that helped him throughout his career. And when that happens and you've got somebody that you can relate to really, really easily, um, it's, it just makes everything easier. Just got a note. Gates open at 6, not 5.30 today. Gates open at 6, 6 not 5.30 so thank you to Forrest Stolting for uh, fake news. We were just trying to get people here to line up <laughs> yeah, earlier. Fake news. You want to, well, here's the thing. 530 if you want to make sure you get a bag. Yeah, you need I mean, a 2000. Those things are pretty unbelievable. This, I mean, this is, I mean, AARP. Well, you're basically already there, Josh <laughs> or Jordan. <laughs> yeah. But this is, this is. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> he's dating you. We're trying hey, to make man. you save older than you are. Hey, What's man. up with that? Hey, anything the, for a free bag. Right? <laughs> 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 My new ice stokes hat hey, will look man. real good in it. Hey, That's yeah, how. I'll bring it back up here for you. Jordan Pacheco joining the boys talking about the offensive onslaught. I need to uh, get real nerdy with you. Okay. Automated ball strikes. Okay. How do you coach it? I think you just – I don't think you coach it at all. I no. think it's just, it's just part of the game right now. And you just got to – you know, I think in the beginning everybody was a little flustered. We had guys in there like, ah, oh, that's usually a strike. That's not a strike. That's yeah. a ball. And, you know, once – but that had to happen. Like we had to get through the emotional side of it. And now it's just part of the game. We don't, we don't worry about it. It is what it is can't do anything about it right now and we just have the guys focus on what they can do and what they can control is there a validity to any of that conversation or was it more of a reactionary excitement (laughs) oh man it's just reactionary yeah Yeah. that's how i feel yeah so i mean but the guys have done really well with it and i think we're getting over the hump of you know it but it's 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 definitely it's technology you know yeah how much can we trust it how much can we not trust it? it's an adjustment and it's an adjustment so but these guys have done a great job. And, awesome. And the way you can kind of counter that is we just swing the bat. Right. We just swing it more. If you don't want it to call a strike or a ball, just swing it. The So, obviously, with the – I don't even know how many plate appearances you had had in your career, but a ton, right? Mm-hmm. So, that dynamic of being able to have a conversation with the home plate umpire, be able to have a conversation or maybe a presence at least yep. with the opposing catcher, is that part of the game just fully removed now? I think it is, you know, at least here. I mean, I know it's – they. They don't have it in other uh, leagues or anything. But, you know, I, I miss the part of the catcher yeah. that the catcher has a big influence on the game because there's a lot of good ones out there that kind of lost the skill set when they play in this league. So, And I, d- I just don't like sometimes how the catcher can catch it however he wants and the ball can go to the backstop and it can be a strike. Right. You know? <laughs> uh, it's You know, it's when you're five years old, it's play catch. Yeah. Catch the ball, throw the ball, <laughs> catch the ball right. And that really doesn't have to happen here. You're going to see, uh, well, predictably, the largest crowd over a little three-day span here that you've seen all season long. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, cool. is, is fireworks. It, yeah, fireworks. Well, fireworks. Fireworks. Yeah, 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 fireworks. Yeah
is that a part of the conversation in the locker room, just knowing that there's going to be a – knowing the fans are going to be out, knowing that you're going to have a lot of support here in the hometown over the next couple of days? Uh, 100%. I think kind of right now we're getting close to the all-star break. Guys are kind of getting a little tired. And yeah. when we can have fans at the game and bring a little bit more energy – that's energy that they don't have to create. We don't have to create anywhere else, and mm-hmm. it kind of gets them up for the game, and that's the stuff that they love. They want to play in front of 50,000 yeah. people, so let's give them 10, 12,000. Do, do the boys, like, scatter during the All-Star break, or do they ask you to, like, show them one of the many golf courses that you own around the city? <laughs> Is that – are they like? Are they like Jordan? We know you know every turn. We know you know. Every you got the right. in. Yeah. Like, show us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think everybody. I think guys like to stick to themselves. We, you know, get away from yeah. the ball field. We're with each other twenty four seven. It feels like, except on Mondays, yeah. and then even then we hang out. So it's like, I think guys want to go their separate ways and hang out by themselves for a little bit and recharge their battery. Come out to the ballpark tonight. See the boys. They'll also be here through Sunday. And then a weird Monday one for you because you got to yep. play on the road for yep. the holiday. Because I don't even know this, Andres. So in AAA, uh, you either have to have the third or the fourth. Right. That's it for a home game. And that's obviously for the fandom of that community. Um, hey, but there's something special about going in on the fourth to, like, an opposing field and just stealing a W, right? Yeah. You know, we're, we're usually not good on Tuesdays, but we don't know how we are on Monday. So... <laughs> Maybe that's you're our day. You're going to find out Maybe this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Re- reverse Garfield rules. <laughs> right. There you doing. go. Jordan Pacheco, thanks for being one of the boys. Uh, uh, just seven and five eighths. Okay. All right, I'm going to go grab a, grab a break real quick. <laughs> not going to walk away. Not going to follow Jordan anywhere. Zoom it on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live from the ballpark. Beautiful day out. Hey, it cooled in. down. It did cool down. It cooled down. It's nice. Joining the boys on the program, Ryan Valade. Ryan, welcome to Thank the you. show. Thank Let's you. go. Thanks welcome. How's the quad? Uh, it's getting better. Yeah. Getting better. Yeah, I'm on like week one of three. So, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, we're just getting there. A little tweaky boy, nothing that ain't yeah, going to come back? Yeah, just a little moderate strain. So okay. it should be three to four weeks and then hopefully be ready for the second half. And whenever it happened to you, you knew right away the level of severity or was the thing you had to find out? Um, it, it was gradually getting worse and mm. worse. I was doing treatment, and then there's a play down the line where I went for a ball yeah. and uh, you felt, felt it. it more there. And then I just told our trainer, I was like, hey, man, I, something's yeah. not right. And so I wasn't 100%, and I just I kind of took myself out of that game. So whenever you kind of feel that creeping up on you yeah. with the training staff and the coaching staff, is that a conversation you're having up along the way where you're like, Hey, it's not by any means bad, but it's it's growing. Is it is that a is that a back and forth? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, with the trainer and with the with the manager, um, you know, I was doing treatment. It was feeling good, and then it just for some reason that night just wasn't feeling right. Right, and then the the play happened. But no, yeah, that's something that a lot of guys do if they're feeling something, they'll they'll communicate. And I think that's the biggest part about it is just communicating how your body feels. How much of your continuing education, like outside of like hitting the ball and chasing the ball, the five tools, outside of the five tools, how much is put into like maintaining your physique and maintaining your personal health? How much of an emphasis is that for you outside the field? Yeah, I think, you know, the Rockies do a good job of making it a very big priority for us uh, with our lifts and nutrition because um, the biggest thing is you can't, you can't play for not healthy. Right. So just being able to take care of your body – and being out there every day is a very important thing that the Rockies, um, you know, teach us, tell us, and emphasize throughout our careers. No, oh, I mean, you know, when you're when you're kind of in a typical season here, 
Um, you know, when, what, what is your expectation uh, uh, with your with your health, like yeah. kind of along the lines of what what Fred had mentioned? You know, what's your expectation? Do you kind of have an idea of, of where you need to be, or or are they like fine tuning individual players for their what their body needs? Yeah, I think um, we use this thing called Sparta. And it's okay. a, like a force place that you jump on. It kind of tells you everything you need to work on. Okay. Uh, your lifts are based on that. Um, but also, it's your career. Um, so you should, you know, if you need to do something for your body, you know, you should do it. Um, the Rockies are here to help. But at the end of the day, you gotta, you got to communicate. you got to listen to your body. Um, and I think that's how you're able to play a 162-game season. Ryan Valet joining us on the program. We're talking a little bit about his injury, but we're past it now because it's going to take you about two more weeks, and yep. you're going to be past it and back in the lineup. And speaking of this lineup, just doing things offensively that, like, I, you've never seen in person. I yep. mean, shoot, 55 home runs in the last month and yep. just shy of 200 ribbies and, right. and just doing something. And, and obviously last night was a tough night, yep. but if if we had to put a couple more on the board, it might have been an all-time record for, right. for run score in a month. But what is it? how contagious is that energy right now? In, in the clubhouse. How contagious is it with the guys who go up there and, and just want to hit for an hour? Yeah, uh, one through nine, uh, our bench all can hit. Um, no matter who we send up to the plate, um, we believe that they can get the job done. Obviously, Albuquerque is a great park to hit in, but it seems like we hit wherever we go. Nice. Um, so, you know, Check and, and Pilo and, and our staff, and they do a great job of getting us prepared with, you know, scouting reports and on-field work, and, and, that, and that's a big part of it, just being prepared. Um, but, yeah, like I said, one through nine every night is, gonna, is here, to do, <clears throat> here to do damage, and it's shown throughout the past, you know, three months. The transition from automated ball strikes. I've, yeah. I've heard a lot of position guys uh, actually kind of throwing a little bit of shade at it as yeah. far as the batting box goes. Yeah. But to me it looks as if you guys have figured it out real quick. Right. Yeah. So do you think that's – like in it, a personal advantage to the team, or do you feel like all of the PCL is kind of on pace with it? Um, you know, I think I think we've done a good job getting used to it, just because we have to, yeah. and it's going to be part of the game for the rest of the season. Um, I personally, I think has I think I've benefited benefit more from it this year personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our team has too. Obviously, you're going to get those calls that are just like, "What the heck?" But um, I think our team has done a really good job of of, uh, you know, getting used to that zone. It's consistent every night. So, right. I mean, it's not like it's a different umpire. It's the, it's the same zone. At least we think it is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think we've done a good job with it. What is, what is the feedback system for that? Are you able to kind of give your opinion to anyone at AAA or Major League Baseball and, and talk about what you believe is successful with it or what you believe needs some attention? Yeah, there's a guy actually at every game that works for MLB that's a part of the ABS system. Mm -hmm. And um, so you could give feedback to him, and he'll give it to MLB. Hopefully he does. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I like that little chuckle. Yeah. (laughs) You can also flash. Let's say a pitch is like on the outside corner, and it's like barely nicking the, the strike zone. You can flag it so you think that that was actually a ball. Oh, because okay. remember, they widen the strike zone. Okay. So it's 19 inches across, not 17. So if a ball is barely nicking the outside corner, it's getting flagged your strike. But really, that's like 20 inches. So that's really a ball. Yeah. As like growing up as a player, that's a ball. And so you can like flag stuff on the iPads that we have. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, there's ways to communicate. We just hope they listen. 
uh, so obviously with the injury, you're you're still going to film. You're still you're still kind of going through all the motions of going to play every day. But it's just not playing every day, or is it a ton of time in the trainer's room? Yeah, right now it's a lot of time in the training room. Yeah, I haven't been on the field yet. Um, just bef- just besides watching the game, um, me and Hoshi, our trainer, have been spending a lot of time together. I get here and I go straight to the training room, and then I literally leave the training room before the game. So. Um, a lot of time spent there. Will you travel or will you stay here for? Yeah, training? I'll travel. Okay. Uh, to Round Rock in Sacramento, um, and then maybe do a uh, a rehab stint some somewhere during that All Star break. But we're not really sure yet. But that's kind of the timeline. Bunch of W's in a row at home for the boys. Is that a conversation in the clubhouse too? Is whenever you know you you got a strong chance to. Well, and for real, you got a strong chance to kind of run the rest of the weekend too. Right. Yeah. So it's is that a thing that comes up, or is it every day, one day at a time? You know, it, it, it's that every day, one day at a time, but at the same time, you know when you're hot. Yeah. You know, you walk into the locker room with that swag, like, you know, we're going to win today. You know, we're feeling good. Our arms are pitching well. Offense is, you know, hitting well. Um, so, you, you know, you like to say take it one day at a time, but then you have that swag that you, you feel it. You know what I mean? So, snapping the eight-game home winning streak last night, does that mean a lot of guys there are wearing fresh socks for the first time? <laughs> yeah, probably. That, the locker room just smells better. The yeah, clubhouse is exactly. safer, more inviting. Yeah, everyone wore a different uh, outfit to the field today. Yeah. No more superstitions. <laughs> it all started over today. That's the one. Uh, so, as the season picks up, and obviously we're about to be at the midway point with the All-Star break, which doesn't exist in AAA. I don't know right. if you know that, Andres. And I don't know if it's ever going to come back because it's not planned for next year, and it's the dumbest thing of all I time. Know. Yeah, I know. You need to make a call? I'll make a call. Yeah, please do because we have a lot of guys on our team right now that deserve to be represented in that All-Star game. So, How big of a deal is Winton in the clubhouse? Winton? Yeah. Uh, he's the man. He's he, unreal, right? Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> he's literally the Babe Ruth of baseball right now. Um, he does everything well. You know, on the field, he's hitting, he's fielding, he's running, he's everything. And But the most important thing, he's a great guy, he's a great teammate. He comes in with, with just a lot of energy. He's always smiling, always having fun. You know, last year, you you see him, like, doing all kinds of crazy stuff on the hill. Yeah. Like, after he catches the ball and waves to the fan, blows him a kid. Like, that's just the kind of guy <laughs> he is. Like, you love to have him on your team, what? and he's a good dude. What is your comfort level if you look over your right shoulder or left shoulder or whatever, and you see him there in the center, and you're like, you're like okay, I just – I know I only got to cover this third. I oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we, our outfield right now is is great with is Sam and and Winton playing center field. I mean, the corner outfielders don't have much to do except catch the ones right at them. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's fun seeing them out there. Love everything about it, Ryan Blade. Anything we missed, my guy? Anything you're real excited about about the weekend? Fourth of July is a big deal to yeah, you. Yeah, Fourth of July is always great. Yeah, uh, the fans pack the house fireworks and everything it's always fun playing being at a baseball field fourth of july in the simplest way you can put it what's the difference between playing in front of a house and just playing in front of a couple friends and family (laughs) it's it's just a different energy it really is it's you know it's always great playing in front of you know your friends and family um but whenever this is you know i think it was like fourteen thousand people last year fourth of july and like literally you make a routine play and you would have thought you hit grand slam yeah you know what i mean so the energy that the fans bring, um, you know, night in and night out, especially Fourth of July and these big, uh, big days, it's it's a lot of fun and, and it keeps us, you know, wanting to play for them. Flat out helps the boys win. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, that no doubt. to me that's such a dynamic of the game. Yeah, you know, and and that's why I mean that's why you got home field advantage. That's why you got. I mean that's what all these things are built for. So right, Ryan Blade, you're one of them boys. Thank you so uh-huh. very much. Thank you. I appreciate, appreciate you. you. Whenever yeah, we get back, we will wrap up the hour, and then we are just one hours away from turning this thing over to the Albuquerque Ice Tubs and their broadcast of today's game. Also, Sugarland. 
They got it coming tonight. I'm telling you, I can feel it. They got it coming. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Just talking to Ryan Belade before he left, and he was he gave us the, uh, is that just on the radio? <laughs> he was excited. The magic, man. The magic of radio. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, Ryan, you know, like, what? you know, you got like this, uh, you know, you were talking about it. It's a, you know, you and I are about as regular as dudes as you ever meet. We both hate taking the trash out to the road. Like, we're those guys. But it's, like, yeah, it's kind of an irregular job. You know, it's, it's, it's a little fun and interesting. And, you know, even guys who have, you know, 500 career professional hits, you know, they're like, oh, this is the kind of one. But that will be up on the Spotify for he and his family. That is going to be a good one. They, uh, so he can get that uh, at Talk ABQ. Check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, anywhere you get a podcast. We are available to you. Speaking of, a lot of positive feedback on our Katie Bowen interview the other day. People really like hearing her story. Do you feel like, an, you, like you could compete in the American Ninja Warrior? Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. At 16, I would have never been able to do that. I Griff. mean, that's pretty amazing. It was crazy. I, I do know another uh, Ninja Warrior, Amer- Maggie Thorne. She's an American Ninja Warrior, too? Yeah, yeah. That's super sweet. Yeah, she's a really cool person. And you know one thing about people don't realize, but Ninja is a – a huge up-and-coming thing, and in New Mexico, we have, like, the hub for the, the Ultimate Ninja Athlete Association. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And so there's a big push for Ninja to be in the Olympics. Yeah. It's close. That, well, that's what – so, and I know traditionally they put those in, uh, like, a proba- probationary one year mm-hmm. to just make sure that other countries are up to snuff. Yep. And if you remember, they took uh, women's softball out after – no one could even get a hit off USA for like several Olympics <laughs> for in a many, row. Yeah, yeah, and it was. But, but that's the idea is just kind of you know measure it a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, doors open here in nine minutes at Isotopes Park, so that is the lines are forming and the the bags are out and they're ready to be given out. So that's going to be a good one. It is a free. It's a what is this? A give a clear backpack, fifteen inch back. My laptop will fit in here. Oh, that's absolutely. how big it's it is. A full size backpack. Whole thing. We reported last week, this one's a little somber, but I want to talk about the um, the story behind it and not the story itself. Last week we reported Jalen Ferguson, the linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens, died. Um, the autopsy is out. It is from a combined effects of fentanyl and cocaine, according to the medical examiner. His death has been ruled an accident. Uh, I have a personal story with this, where a very good friend of mine growing up overdosed on the exact same recipe 26 years old um i say this a lot i I've, I've been in positions throughout my life to work with a lot of young kids who become young adults and i've been in position in my life to have people help me when i was a young kid and i say this without a punchline it is okay to do a shot in a beer it is not okay to do a shot in a bump like at all cost stay away from all of it yeah well and what's said about you know this jalen's left of three kids yeah that's that's uh, and they're all under five years old that's a tough one man (sighs) fentanyl is so crazy the my had something going on my personal life very recently and had to travel back home and fentanyl was given to my grandmother in uh, the hospital and um you're just not the person that you are and that's in like a medically like safe and controlled environment and you know my grandmother's still with me today but to accidentally come across it mm-hmm. that is the thing 
that has killed just so very many across this country in all walks. And last November, Andres, my car was stolen, and that sucks. That's an inconvenience. Life sucks, whatever. So they find my car a couple months later. They have to burn it because there's of traces of the fentanyl in it. Yeesh. Like, it's it's just uh, just absolutely sickening, just overwhelming and sickening. Yeah, no, that's not – and I think you said it best. Stay away. I mean, really do. Stay away. If you want to get real kind of sick with an idea, we're talking about a millionaire. We're talking about Jalen Ferguson, who is super rich. Man. And if rich people aren't getting clean drugs, I promise you right now, listener of this show, mm-hmm. friend of this show, maybe weekend hobbyist who uses it as an escape or whatever, you are not getting clean drugs. Mm-hmm. The richest guys in the country can't get clean drugs? That speaks volumes. It really does. I've never, I've never snorted anything. I don't know that life. Like, I don't know the draw of it. I don't know how up it gets you. I don't know what it come down to. I don't. I can't talk to you about the many benefits that people claim are there. But I can tell you about the one I know about, and that's loss. And that's going to occur. Yep. Ooh. Sad story. But the question becomes, what do we do to figure this out, right? To, to stop these unnecessary deaths from I, happening. Well, there are options out there. I know dancesafe.org sells, like, fentanyl strips where you can, like, test your recreational drugs. And am I going to sit here and tell you, like, hey, go get a test for your recreational drug that you're going to do? You're probably not going to do it. You're probably not going to do it. But if you are of a belief that you're coming into a recreational drug that is going to kill you and you're still willing to take it, miss me with that mindset. Man. Yeah, gone too soon and gone in the worst way. One hour of the program remains. Josh Sushan will join us at 6. Talk about the game tonight proper. Andre Strio has been sitting in with us. Yeah, buddy. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio at Isotopes Park. We're powered by the Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirit. I'm about to crack open a watermelon walk-off from New Mexico's Vodka, Teller Vodka. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Man's not here. Andres Trujillo sitting in, president of the New Mexico Games, owner of the New Mexico Runners, and uh, Isotopes in Duke City, or excuse me, Duke's baseball fan for about your entire life. Oh, every, yeah, I grew up with that. I mean, come on. Joining us on the program, the Seuss. Got Sushan, welcome. Gates just opened, so the fans are. They're flooding. They're coming in. Yeah. They're coming in, and they're grabbing backpacks as hey, they come in. It's a heck of a giveaway. It is. It's like the most practical gift you can you can give away these days. Yeah. Because every place, and not just Isotopes Park where it's clear bags only, every concert venue, every sporting event, every place you go, it's clear bags only. So it is truly the most practical gift. This is when me and my lady sat down at the beginning of the year. She was like, that's the one I want. Like, really? Make sure you get that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, uh, 100%. I already meant to say I would make sure I got that one. Tough loss last night for the boys. 15 rip. How was that broadcast? It's one of my best. <laughs> Someone asked me after the game, they're like, what do you talk about? And I said, anything other than the game? Yes. <laughs> Did you watch America's Got Talent? I was like, I was like 
Or like, I, so at one point I decided, like, okay, let's see what happened um, on this day in baseball history, and then maybe that'll, like, give me something interesting to talk about. And I saw something about Colt Stadium, which is where the Houston Colt 45s played before okay. they became the Houston Astros and played in the Houston Astrodome. Ah. And so then I, I spent, like, the next, basically the last three innings of the game, I spent talking about old ballparks as much as possible. Yeah. I talked about doing a, a bike ride to the Astrodome and a back <laughs> bike ride to Minute Maid Park. I talked about, uh, apparently, uh, on that day, on this day in history yesterday, Tiger Stadium got demolished, and the two companies that agreed to demolish it, they did it for free so that they can get all the all the, all the metal. Like, anything they yeah, wanted, yeah, they yeah. could have for free. It's like, that was the agreement, which I didn't know about, which Take I thought was seats, kind of cool. sell the seats, yeah. do the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, and then the Oakland A's got a, a, a very important yes vote in their quest to stay in <laughs> Oakland. So I basically spent the last three innings of yesterday's game talking about ballparks. It was crazy to me when you took two-thirds of an inning to preview Bobby Bonilla Day. <laughs> I, thought, I thought, that's the overhype. That is... Too much. By the way, congratulations to Bobby Bominia, who today is a million dollars richer. So it's something like, I think it was something like between five and six million dollars that the Mets didn't want to pay. Right. And now they're paying something like twenty nine million Ooh. by the time it's done. All the way to twenty thirty five wow. is the final payment. It's only eleven more years. No, I'm bad at math. <laughs> only thirteen more years. It's one million one hundred ninety three thousand two hundred and forty eight dollars and twenty cents. His agent. Might be the best agent of all time. It was Dennis Gilbert who negotiated that. I told you it was a good preview yesterday. At 20 cents? It, well, I mean, well, everyone's got to get theirs. You know how it is. <laughs> so, the agent's still getting his cut, right? Uh, or, you would think he will get he will get 8% forever. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's basically what those guys are at. It's like 8%. It's between 5 and 10. I heard there was this, this one agent who said, you know, you start at this, and then if you bring in this player – then you get lower down to this. Mm. And then if you bring in this other player, you get lower down to oh, this. Oh, okay. Which was really smart. That is mm. smart. But, yeah, it's somewhere around there. The So, obviously, you, we have we have agents in our career path, our field or whatever. And to me, there's only, like, one, and then the rest of them are pretending to be one. Okay. Like, in the world of broadcast agents, it's, it's yeah, I can put you anywhere. I, can do, I, can, I also have Twitter. <laughs> like, I also can reach out. Like, this is, what is your job here? But, hey, if you can give me – Paid till 2035 million dollars a year. I'm in on it. We predicted another homestand sweep yesterday on the program, which uh, I went ahead and jinxed somehow. So the boys snapped the eight-game winnie boy, but they're going to start up three in a row and then grab one on the road. We'll be over 500 before you know it. What are we? How are we going to start it off tonight, Jay? Well, the most important thing is that Hunter Brown is not starting for Sugarland. Yes, and won't over the weekend. <laughs> he won't over the weekend. He won't start the next three. He won't start Monday when we go to Round Rock. I don't know why Hunter Brown is not in the major leagues right now. I know the Astros have a lot of really good pitching, but that dude's ridiculous. That dude, he was throwing 96-97 on the corners, and he was throwing his fastball like 40% of the time. Ooh. At one point, he had thrown the exact same number of fastballs, sliders, and change-ups. And he was throwing curves that were just, like, dropping off the table. That dude's if, – if he lasts long enough in this league, he's going to be the pitcher of the year in the Pacific Coast League. I don't know if he's going to last long enough because I, I think by, like, the fourth inning, I said, why is this guy AAA? He should be in the major leagues. <laughs> then by the fifth inning, why is this guy AAA? He should be in the major <laughs> So that's the number one key to victory tonight is that Hunter Brown is not pitching for Sugarland. <laughs> Boys got that corner in their favor. <laughs> Brandon Gold on the bump tonight for the home team. He either gets W's or no decisions when he's out there. So that's lining the team up for a uh, pretty strong opportunity. Does Brandon got to be special tonight or does Brandon got to be Brandon? 
Brandon needs to be Brandon, which means five innings, six innings. Give the team the lead and then turn it over to the bullpen because so you never want to lose fifteen to nothing. I mean, you never want to no, lose. Period. No. But here's the thing: when you lose fifteen to nothing, your your best dudes at the back end of the bullpen they don't pitch, and sometimes that's why it becomes fifteen nothing. But also Wednesday's game because they won comfortably enough. The best dudes at the back end of the bullpen didn't pitch Wednesday either. So you go into tonight to answer your question. Give us five six. And now you got Zach Lee's ready, Justin Lawrence is ready, Chad Smith is ready. Like, the big guns at the back end of the pen are ready to go tonight because they got two days rest. I know you're a guy who constantly looks forward, but looking back a little bit, how fun was June for you? Yeah, there was a lot of different ways that I could possibly have described home runs yeah. in June. <laughs> you only had 55 chances for the home team. <laughs> I probably only said it like four or five times, <laughs> four or five different ways. No, it was a lot of fun. And the, the cool part about all those home runs was, you know, we had two different eight homer games. But even within that, you know, like LJ Hatch got hot and hit a bunch of homers. Yeah. DJ Peterson got hot hit a bunch of homers. Coco Montes had a two-homer game. Winston Bernard had a two-homer game. Winston Bernard had another leadoff home run. Like, you just had all these different guys. And so, you know, especially once you get to know them and now you guys get to know them and talk to them. And even like Ryan Vallade, who you had on, and Ryan was struggling for most of the year, made some changes to his swing. He hits a leadoff homer. He hits a second homer in the same game. So you have all of these different guys that you can be happy about and, and, and share with them and describe, you know, the good things they're doing. Is it a lot of Jordan Pacheco, though? Because 114 home runs, I think that's second only behind Memphis, which is the Cardinals feeder. Is there something about the approach or the coaching or being able to, to ignore ABS? Like, what is the thing that's, that's got the guys, like, so dialed in? There's a lot of different um, answers to that question. I, they made a change about a month or so ago. And they don't do this every day, but so little inside ball here on what a lot of teams do. A lot of times you'll like arrive early and they do like this early batting practice, you know, on the field with like maybe a machine. And then you go in and then you do your infield and then the pitchers throw and then you do another round of batting practice. And because it's getting hot and because you don't want everyone standing on the field for five hours before a game because they have to play later, they just do early batting practice. Hmm. Some guys want to hit off a machine. Some guys want to hit off uh, off a thrower. Some want to do a little bit of both. And so they just really focus in on, okay, when it's not your turn to hit, you're not shagging. Just stay in the clubhouse and, and rest and be out of the sun and then get your swings in, then go back inside. We'll come back out later. We'll do infield. We'll do outfield. We'll work on fundamentals. We'll work on pitchers' fielding practice. Pitchers can do their thing where they get ready. They're not standing out there in 100-degree heat for three hours. And I actually think that that's really smart. I mean, there's just this been way that you that baseball long. people have done batting practice yeah. for decades. But that doesn't mean it's always right just because that's the way they've done it. And credit to Jordan Pacheco and Warren Schaefer and the isotopes for saying, maybe there's a better way that we can do this to get in our work and stay out of the oppressive heat. I'll tell you what's so crazy about you bringing that up, and this is also a little inside baseball. Uh, you know I broadcast for New Mexico Island University, so I'm calling a Cowboys game, and this would have been right as the weather started to change. So it would have been early April, but it was, it was just a hot day. And I was talking to manager Shannon Hunt, and he was saying the exact same thing, where it was he was like, batting practice is too long. He's like, I don't need to get the boys out here four hours early for a baseball game. He's like, I can get them out here for a really focused two, two and a half hours, and we can be so much better yeah. than, than wearing everyone out through attrition. And yeah, it's kind of interesting to me that that conversation is at all levels of baseball. 
right now. Yeah, and what Highlands probably doesn't have that the benefit of the isotopes and most professional teams have is they have indoor batting cages too. Right. So you're going to get some swings right before the game so that you're ready to go. And a lot of batting coaches and hitters actually say they prefer to be in a cage because instead of trying to see how far did it go, did I pull that ball? They're just thinking line drives up the, the middle, right? And so that becomes a, a better technique as well. Um, here's the other thing, too, that I've noticed about baseball in Albuquerque. June is usually the month where the most runs score and the most home runs are hit. Because it's before monsoon season hits. Now, this year that was a little wonky. But once monsoon season hits, there's more moisture that's in the air. The ball's not get carry quite as much. By June, the hitters aren't quite tired yet. The pitchers are starting to get fatigued. Then you get to July. Now there's more moisture in the air. You get to August. The hitters are more fatigued. Usually June is the highest scoring month. Now, you, you got a break coming up, right? And so what, what are we looking at as – what these guys got to do to kind of stay focused as those 19-day break, you know. Well, 19 <laughs> at home. Or yeah. 19 yeah, at home. home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, we, we got a heck of I mean, that's the thing is we got a heck of a road trip coming up, right? I mean, the Tilts yeah. are like eight games over 500 at home and like nine or 12 under 500 on the road. So I think that's going to really be the key because we're going to Round Rock for six. We're going to Sacramento for six. Both of those are at sea level. We'll see how the boys swing the bat for 12 games on the road. That's not, usually a problem for teams. And not coming home between, right? Not coming home between. Right. It's back-to-back. Back. And then you got – it's no longer an all-star break. It's just a mid-season break. So, yeah, it's a long time in between home games, but there will be a whole bunch. Of, so, in my mind is the teams that are most focused are the ones that do the best going into the break, right? Like the ones who want to take an early vacation, it's, it's obvious, the last three, four. So – Sprint, sprint into the break, right, and then and then rest, and then get ready to come out. The break's a little bit better too if you get a W right before. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> so much better. <laughs> I mean, the other thing too Momentum. is usually is usually guys scatter, right? Because we have a day game in Sacramento before, right before the break, and so some are going to fly home, some are going to go vacation here, some are going to come back to Albuquerque, some are going to sp- spend time with their families. You know, you're going to kind of scatter everywhere, and so yeah, you you, you want to. You want to be playing well into the break. It just feels like it's 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 easier to enjoy the break when you've been playing well. Joining us on the program, Sush, Josh Sushan, talking about the game tonight. The house is going to be good this weekend. The gate is going to be good. A lot of fans are going to come through the turnstiles. It's going to be the warm-up today. Mariachis will draw like crazy tomorrow, and then fireworks on Sunday. How, how does that impact your broadcast? How does that how – what kind of energy does that bring to you up there in your box? It always helps so much. Because if I'm tired, which I shouldn't ever be tired, it's not that what I do is hard. But, you know, I mean, let's be honest. Like, there's no excuse for me to ever be tired. But it gives you adrenaline, right? And what it does is it gives adrenaline to the players. And the better they play, the better I sound, right? I love it when, I love it when oh, man, you sounded so good. Yeah, because they won 15-1 to last night. You know, and when they lose 15 nothing, like, man, Seuss didn't have a very good broadcast yesterday, right? Uh, but I also know that when the crowd is really big and loud, I let it breathe more. Yeah. You know, there's times I'll be like, I've even said this on the air a couple of times. I just love the sound of the crowd right Ambience. now. Let's just listen yeah. to the crowd. The, it's kind of neat, too, because I'm trying to come up with, like, a sound in sport off the top of my head. It's not a prearranged bit. But it's like, is there anything more unique than the crack of the bat? Like, I'm trying to come up with the, what is the, because the yeah. net and basketball don't swish that way. Right. Like, the, I used the to always just. beautiful sound. I agree, Griff. There's something special about it. I used that to crack. talk about 
visually at the start of a Super Bowl when flash photography was a thing, yeah. you'd have this moment with the opening kickoff and flash. <laughs> you don't have that anymore. Yeah. You would have that at WrestleMania. You don't have that anymore. And I think, oh, gosh, I think it's like the one to me to where I wouldn't even know how to emulate the energy behind it because it's such a special moment. And, and that's why kind of inside – ball broadcast stuff to me when someone says like you know what what's the perfect call to me it's when you set up the crack of the bat yeah. it's when you say here's the 2-1 pitch there's a pause mm. for about a half second and then you hear the crack of the bat and then you describe it so i mean that's one of the my my stickling points that i always want to do i get mad when you hear the crack of the bat and then you hear me say the 2-1 pitch or whatever yeah. you know it should be here's the pitch pause crack here's the description you know right? what I- like double inside baseball now it's art the whole thing is art yeah like to me there's i mean obviously you're, you're giving facts or whatever but to, to me it's a i, I it's don't know just a really right. yeah, that's a, a great really way to describe form. it you, you know the other fun thing too that i just remembered for um sunday's game there's gonna be fireworks going off all around the ballpark throughout the game yes right? from about the fifth inning on it's just gonna be a <laughs> sea of fireworks going off everywhere as soon as the as soon as the sandias are no longer pink you will see fireworks. Oh, yeah. You'll hear some You'll way hear before it. that, too. <laughs> Last year, July 4th was insane in the amount of fireworks that were taking place. I remember talking to guys afterwards, and they are like, yeah, like we're in the dugout watching a fireworks show as the baseball game is going on, <laughs> and it wasn't even the Isotopes fireworks show. It was just everybody around here who went nuts last year. The Last year, we were over at Balloon Fiesta Park yep. doing some of the New Mexico games, so we were like right up against it for that one. Two years ago, I went to the top of the Sandias and watched Ooh. the whole city set them off all night long. Well, they were they were doing those illegal ones. And yes, it's everywhere. Oh. <laughs> and I was I was I like I was at the top of the mountain, but I never felt more South Valley. Right. And I was like, this is as good as it gets. Like I'm living if, that. If line. you're here Sunday and you have access to the fourth floor, go up to the fourth floor. I'm both of those things. And look out away from the ballpark. Yeah. yeah. It's just fireworks oh, as far awesome. as the eye can see everywhere. Because it's like a 270-degree panorama that you just see of fireworks everywhere. Love it. And then you go inside and watch a little isotopes baseball. What a good day. What a beautiful. Great day. Josh, it's a Sushan, beautiful day. Thank you so very much, brother. Anything we missed? My guest is Chris Bunk on oh. the pregame show. Chris is the video and data analyst. And I just always think it's really interesting talking to people about what they do behind the scenes, how they got the job, and their advice for others who might want a similar job. And so we talked about that. Cool. Oh, awesome. That's awesome. Josh Sushar, you're the best. Thanks, guys. Whenever we get back, more Have two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Hey, you're bringing in the 4th of July weekend hard, Griff. Let's go. Well, I wondered if we were going to talk about Logan Paul signing WWE. Dude, so, I mean, he signed with the WWE. What's up? <laughs> he did. He, uh, yeah, he put a bunch of stuff out on social media. Obviously, he's been at the last two WrestleManias. Got a, he's going to apparently wrestle The Miz at SummerSlam, and that's in Nashville. I will be there. That will be a good little SummerSlam. Multi-year deal, though. He's in. There you go. He took being a YouTube sensation to a boxing sensation to WWE Super What an accomplished kind of life, right? Right. Like, he did those really are, good. That those, Miz fight, though, that he matched so with bounced him. Well, no, think about it, though. That's like everybody's kind of like fantasy dream of sorts, mine. right? It's 100% mine. And that's, that's what I'm saying. And he's kind of made this thing happen for himself. So, I mean, props to him. No, kind of. Like, he's that dude. I, and I don't, I don't think I'm... 
haven't really talked about this on air at all, but when we were at the Super Bowl however many months ago, we uh, we, were, we were hanging out. We yeah. were hanging out looking yeah. for it. So it was, you know, we're at a, at a concert, a Halsey concert, and I'm like, I was like oh, it's just one of the boys. Like, it, <laughs> okay. And, and, you know, you get it because, like, it, it, to a much lesser extent, like, extent, like, Fred Slow is just a character on the radio. Like, there's Fred Slow the person, but then there's Fred Slow on the radio, and it's like, hey, that guy, I hate that guy. I love that guy. Lo-. Well, that's just a guy I pretend to be four to seven every day. Like, that's, like, there's shades of me. You're a superhero. Yeah, right? <laughs> this is your superhero persona, right, when you're on the radio, and then when you go out of public, yo, Batman's got to take off his cape some it's, days, right? <laughs> shoot. <laughs> I'm more Robin than Batman. The, I tell you what gets me about it, though. It's like, and we're about to talk about college football conferences, right? And how, you know, USC and UCLA—they're gone. You know, they're going to the Big Ten, and the Big Ten, you know, told Washington and Oregon to shut up and, and wait to see what Notre Dame says. And I'm over here, like, like, yeah, you know, I don't really have a ton of passion about this topic, but I do like to see things fail. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, let's do that angle. Let's, let's. Somebody's got to be a loser, and I like seeing losers. Ugh, no loser. Does it make you feel better about your life? Is that like you know? I I don't know. I mean, what is it? <laughs> Fans are pouring in here at Iso Park, Griff, and uh, they, I, everyone's still. I see a lot of the clear backpacks, so they must still have the clear backpacks available. But they are getting just scooped up. So make your way down here to the ballpark tonight. Come see your boys. We're here until I believe six forty-five. We hand this thing off. Is that right, Griff? Six forty-five. Yes, sir. And we'll turn this over to the Isotopes so that they can start their broadcast of the game. Josh Sushan will take over there. But concourse is full, and, I mean, it's I mean it's it's like summer energy, right, Andrex? And the weather is nice. It is. I, and I keep bringing that. 85 degrees right now. So it's dropping. Right. It's dropping. I was going to ask you guys, because from the studio, it looks all gray in the sky and stuff, but it's nice, huh? Yeah, there's, I mean. It's a surrounding, but not I encroaching. Mean, I don't know. That's my But no showers there or anything. No, no showers. There is still sun on the field. Yes. That's right now. Good. There you go. But over that mountain, there's a little something. <laughs> <laughs> a little something, something. Maybe it's coming this way. And Let's, I, we let's t- check the weather. Well, and weatherman. Every, everyone knows I'm amateur meteorologist. He is an amateur sun. meteorologist. And, and also, like, I use AccuWeather. I don't know if I've talked to you about this. It's the most accurate of weathers because of the name. And according to the radar, we're in the clear, dog. Hey. We're going to play baseball all night. We got a baseball game coming. Some, somebody call Steve Stucker. Got to figure this thing out. Somebody call Mark Ronchetti. Wait. Oh, wait. He changed games. He's not in that game anymore. <laughs> no, a whole nother game. whole nother game. The Pac-12, I think, is as important to the West Coast as the SEC is to the South, the ACC is to the East. And I think it's going to come down to – the Pac-12 and the Big 12 um, destroying each other. And I don't know who's going to win this thing. I know it's important that one of them does win, but I don't know which one is going to survive. But I want the Pac-12 to survive. I want the Pac-12 to make it through all of this sensation. John Traub now stopping by the part, table. part of the peanut gallery. She. Gee, with there's an open seat right now for one John Traub if willing to <laughs> sit down. <And> then, <laughs> so from the peanut gallery that is the front office of the Isotopes. That's what, and that's kind of the obviously you're expecting to see John here. His daughter with him, who I met, she's very nice. We worked a um, 
kind of like an all-accessible clinic together a couple months or a couple weeks ago, and there is just such a positive energy around the ball club all the time. And John does a great job with that. Oh my god, it's culture, right? We talk about yeah. culture with sports teams, and 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 you know, Jordan had mentioned it earlier. The it starts from the top, and and we're seeing this culture, and I think you know what, that's part of what we're seeing with the result of the isotopes and their. You know, momentum. Yeah, and, you know, it's always kind of been there, but there's been like a, obviously a little bit of a reset since um, since COVID to where like now, you know, the isotopes are like, hey, there's an opportunity to not only continue what we had done traditionally, mm-hmm. but to bring it back at another level, you yeah. know, and I feel like I feel that from the ball club and their impact like throughout the 505. I think so. The, yeah, but come back to this football talk. <laughs> that's that's the best part about being live. You just find a little distraction. Come back to the football talk. Um, I think that the Pac-12 and the Big 12 are going to just annihilate each other. And if I'm rooting for one, I'm rooting for the Pac-12. I wanted to maintain existence. And the Big 12 is, well, just not big anymore. Well, I mean, when you when you break down the, the college football season, that's coming up quick, right? Yeah. Players are going to report within a month. Whoo, that's like, quick. Yeah. And today, actually, is the one-year Annie of name, image, likeness. So I, I, uh-huh. we, we didn't necessarily put, like, a ton of preparation to that for the show today. But it's been one full year today that universities have been able to have businesses or supporter groups or whatever create funds for their athletes. And I expected some numbers. You know, I expected college athlete to make a couple bucks, but I tell you, like quarterbacks sign into Texas schools or Tennessee or wherever for three, four, five, six, seven, eight million dollars. True. They to me, I wasn't ready for these numbers. Like I have a level of surprise because I thought it would be big, but I didn't think it would be this. That's a lot of money. It when you break it down, I mean, that kind of blows my mind. It, but you know what? It's giving these athletes an opportunity i agree that's that's really the 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 bigger picture is these these athletes get an opportunity and otherwise they you know we've seen in the past years how many times have likenesses been used and all that and nothing for years you know it was you know and then they try to move around it with like ncaa football games and like uh i'm talking like xbox and playstation i'm talking like there was a lot of ways that the NCAA was selling, like, number five USC jerseys, but Reggie Bush wasn't seeing any of that money. Any profit, yeah. Right. And, you know, now it's changed. And, and I think NIL is a huge huge part of this realignment stuff. I'm sorry, Griff, I missed you. What was that? Yes, ma'am, let's grab a break. Where we get back, we'll wrap up the program. It didn't. It's sneaking up on me, Griff. I didn't realize we were so late in the broadcast. We're going to have to set up the clock next time we're out here at Isotopes Park, which will be greater than 19 days away. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Good broadcast today from the ballpark. Thank you to Andres Trujillo, who sat in with us, president of the New Mexico Games and owner of the New Mexico Runners. This is great. What's next for you? Taking over my job? Ah, man, I did my radio stint with, you know, years yeah. ago. I think the last time I was on a actually did a full radio show 2016 with a competitor here in town that we shall not name that's well 
it's a it's a it's a small business thing. It is. Yeah, it is. You know, there's you can you can never really besiege anyone, and um, and you take note when someone besieges you. Absolutely. Because it's a, it's you know you don't know when the time will come. You, you just. <laughs> when I first moved to You're town, right. when I first moved to town, I met with the competitor in town because I had worked for a four letter network previously in St. Louis, and I was like, hey, I'm in town, like I. You know, obviously, I've worked for the company. You blah, have blah, experience. Blah. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to go. Think. And they're like, God, we're just not interested in we're not interested in local radio. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, we're gonna satellite in the games. What games? Satellite in what games? Oh, the Yankees game. Oh, cool. <laughs> let me let me know how that works out. And syndicate everything. Oh, gotta connect with your local community, man. You have to. You yeah. It's the only thing that matters. What we have is the only thing that matters. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I got to say, radio's fun. I miss it. I did radio from 2007 till through, through 2016. Yeah. I miss it. That's it's about fun. The, that's the burnout. It's, it was fun, man. Yeah. I, I, you know what I liked is, what I loved is, one, we, we experienced that with, uh, with uh, Ryan. Ryan Blade. The radio magic. Yeah. That, that is, for me, is one of the greatest things. Two, getting to know people. Yeah. How, how many people you interview. All how many people you run into. And, and, and the coolest part, and I know you, you get this too, is, hey, man, I heard you on the radio. Oh, that's awesome. That was good stuff. Oh, man, I heard you. And they, and they feel like they met like a celebrity, even though I never felt like a celebrity because I never yeah. presented myself like that. And you're the same way. You don't present yourself like that. But, 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 it, but they look well, at you like that, and that's I'm, cool. If I'm trying to set a reservation at a restaurant, I'll real quick. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, no, there, there's something regional about it that's a lot yeah. of fun. But I, I'll tell you the one I get the most, and it's whoever I run into, wherever I run into, Matt. The one I always get is, oh, I thought you'd be a lot older. Like I get that one. <laughs> I thought you'd be a lot older. Well, do you have the old man voice or right. something? Is I, that is that kind of what think, it is? I think because all my references are Cheers, so people are like, "What? You, how are you not from the? How are you not from the early '70s, dog? How did you not?" Hey. Where everybody knows your name. Hey, right? I, you know what one I really do get the most? Like, that one's a, kind of a joke, but the factual one is, the one I get the most is, um, hey, how cool is Eric Strauss? People <laughs> all the time ask me how Eric is over at KKOB, and, and I'm, it's hard to explain. Like, that is his real energy. That is how he just approaches yeah, life. that's true. Like, he yells at the sweet tea he's drinking. Like, he's just wired that way. And I... That, but that's why I'm number one. Hey, Griff, when you're out in the community and, and people kind of find out what your job is, do you get industry questions? Sometimes I do. Sometimes they ask me, you know, for a job. What? <laughs> do you know what? That's funny you say that because I've run into that many times. Yeah. Where people ask you for a job. And, and a lot of it, a job is like the promotions crew. Like, yeah. because they see the live remotes and, you know, and all that and the tent and everything at different events and stuff. Oh, how can I do that? How right. can I be a part of that? So... I mean, yeah, that, that, that's, that's a great point you brought up, Griffin. I, I mainly get more of the, my voice sounds different on the radio than in life. Yeah, that's a regular one. I get, and also, mine has two styles, right? So I have the radio show where I primarily exist, and then I have broadcast sports, which is if it's the runners or mm-hmm. if it's New Mexico Highlands University or whoever. And that is a different, like, cadence. That's a different delivery. That's a different, and you'll get that, too. My, uh. My favorite broadcasting town are your runners games, Andres. Because getting being able to call professional level athletics, which is what you have with the runners, and with I'm not going to use the word freedom. I'm using the word trust. With the trust that you give me on the broadcast to actually like lambast and play with the live chat, oh, that's awesome. There is a 
not often will I ever do this job again for free, but but yours is the one where it's it's this is the one that feels least of work. This is the one that's the most fun. And you know the thing is, is you do have a natural ability for it. I got to tell you, you have a natural call, you have a natural vibe, and quite frankly, people from all over the country are like. If you're not there, they're like, "Where is your yeah, guy? It's a different game. Where's your where's your where's your play-by-play guy? Where is he?" And and so, I mean, you are recognized. Oh, that's kind. Well, and it's it, and Griff. I don't know if you listen to the MASL streams, but it's just me trying to pick a fight with the fan base. <laughs> that's all it is. It's, and, and it's funny if you watch the live stream comments on Facebook yes. Live. It starts out with, "Who is this guy?" Yeah. And they're like, "It's like a screw you mentality." But then as the broadcast goes on, I like this guy, oh, and, and it, it totally flips. You poking the bear over oh, there, Griff. <laughs> Griffin, and they're like doxing me. They're sending like screenshots of my like <laughs> Google Maps of where my house is, and I'm like, this is weird, but I it know I know it's working. Like, let's <laughs> let's keep going. Big thank you to the Isotopes today for having us out. Obviously, the ballpark was a blast for us. Stolting, who joined us early, Jordan Pacheco, LJ Hatch, Ryan Belade, Josh Sushan, who came and sat down with us, talked a lot of America's pastime. It's going to be a banger of a weekend. How old's your boy now? Nine months. So you got out to an ice tubs game yet? Not yet. What do we got to do? What do Soon. We do? Yeah? Soon. He's almost ready. You let me know. We'll grab a couple of Well, I mean, he's I, technically, I guess he's ready. I mean, we take him to when during the runner season, he's always at the runner's games. Yeah. And, uh, and I it, see you your know, wife singing the national anthem with him in a baby <laughs> carrier. <laughs> For those listeners, that, that hasn't happened, okay? Oh. <laughs> she swaddles him. And is that what it's called when you rap? Swaddle him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just goes out there, belts out the most perfect national anthem you ever heard, and then. Just, and then goes back yep, to beat him up. <laughs> yeah, Ezekiel's great, man. He's crawling everywhere, talking, starting to talk. He's two front teeth popped out on oh, the bottom. That's crazy. So I, I, nine months ago, I can't, I can't believe how fast time has flown by. It, it was almost like the last two years were the longest years of my life, and the last six months have been just a blink. Oh yeah, yeah, hands down, blink. Good little day today, though, at the park. We we're very. Excited to have done it, and we think we did a real good job. Ooh, I like the sound bite. Yes. That's how we finish it out. Producer's on t- on point. This is – we got style here. <laughs> the next New Mexico Games event is volleyball. volleyball. July 8th through 10th at Manzano High School. Register to play. NewMexicoGames.org. Get your team out. Individuals and teams or bu- – Yeah, men's, men's divisions, women's divisions, and then high school divisions. There you go. Go be a part of it. Griff, anything we missed? No, sir. Have a great um, 4th of July. Oh, awesome. Happy 4th of July. Happy birthday, America. Good job, everyone, GG.